This program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. <laughs> I can put on these glasses. Let's start eating that trash can. You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance to get We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. It is a big idea, a new world order, a world in which there is the very real prospect of a new world order. After 1989, President Bush kept said, and it's a phrase that I often use myself, that we needed a new world order. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. So that the problem of the Bush presidency will be the emergence of a new international order. Within the next four years, we will see the emergence of a new international the order. The beginning of a new international order. I think its task will be to develop an overall strategy for America in this period when really a new world order can be created. It's a great opportunity, and it isn't just a crisis. It's about the future of Europe and a new world order. There's a need for a new world order, but it has different characteristics in different parts of the, of the world. We are now facing a common challenge, and the challenge is how to build a world order for the first time in history on a global basis. The affirmative task we have now is, uh, is to actually um, uh, create uh, uh, a new world order. And when we're successful, and we will and be, we will be, it'll be episode 76 of Behind the Schemes for December 20th, 2021, and I am Booberry, Black Knight of the Mothman and the Miniocalypse. You bet your chinny chin chin and uh, all the way from way the hell over here on the bereft coast where uh, there's no God, but we are getting a little rain. So that's nice. Uh, my name is Lavish. How you doing tonight, Lavish? Tell me how you doing while I take my pants off. Well, while you take your pants off, I'll tell you how I'm doing much better now that you're taking your pants off. 
Uh, I'm doing really great. Uh, it's almost Christmas. We've got about five days until Christmas, four days until Christmas Eve, six days until Boxing Day. So you could say that things are getting pretty uh, riveting around here. Mm, no doubt. That was the perfect mm-hmm. amount of time for me to do what I had to do. <laughs> and that's because we're a professional podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's just too hot. It's too cold outside. <laughs> too hot. Too cold outside and too hot in here. Yeah, how how's the weather up north? Are things uh, billowing down a bit? Uh, you know, it's like 13 degrees, feels like 2 degrees. Um, yeah. Lots of ice and whatnot. Uh, actually got uh got swiped by a car today on the way into work. Someone, no. Someone, yeah. No. Yeah. First time, broke my streak. 15 years, well, I guess it's closer to... 13 years of the license and never been involved with anything. No accident whatsoever. You've never been rear-ended. You've never had anything happen to you. Nope. Nope. Never, never. That is extremely lucky. Um, so yeah, yeah. It, was, so, it was all, it was all incredibly minor. Uh, both myself. It wasn't, it wasn't a big, uh, Injury to the car it didn't no. cost a lot of money. Nah, cosmetic. We'll we'll find out how much it will uh, cost to get fixed up here. Probably you get insurance. Next... Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Ah, you know. I was recently rear-ended myself at a at a farmer's market, or not rear-ended. I was backed into. I wasn't even in the car. Oh, and, gross. Uh, California is so bad that it took me a whole month to get the uh, to get the car into the shop. Yeah. Jeez. So oh, I, hope- I, I think I remember you were saying that you had to get your uh, car in the shop not too long ago. It was it was an ordeal and a half. Hopefully, yours doesn't take that long. Hopefully, you just <laughs> can take it to the shop and get it fixed. Easy yeah. peasy. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, you know, it was it was all incredibly minor, and no one no one was injured. And uh, the dude- that's the most important thing. Yeah, uh, I I feel bad because I scuffed up his Cadillac. And by I, I mean he scuffed up his. He Cadillac. scuffed up his Cadillac. <laughs> were you even in the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was making you a, were uh-huh. making a left-handed turn, and he was. Uh, uh, I'm sure you've heard of the term California uh, cruise. Is that what it's called, California cruise, where you like don't really stop at a stop sign? Oh yeah, around here we call it a California stop. California stop, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where you just breeze right through that. You don't breeze through it, but you just make the the slightest effort ever to slow down, and then you just roll through the uh, stop sign. I'm checking my brakes. Brakes work. All right. Back on the road. (laughs) California stops are a real thing. Whenever I do make a true stop at a stop sign, I'm taken aback at my own actions. Because being from (laughs) California, I can tell you, I don't stop very often at stop signs. I mean, not completely, you know. You you, you stop slightly, but you're going the, the pace of traffic. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of traffic, and so to come to a complete stop is like, I don't know, excessive. It seems like when someone does it, it's kind of like you check the plates because you're like, "Ooh, you must not be from here. You must not. You must not. Uh, you must be visiting." Yeah, we don't do that here because <laughs> it keeps things going. It's it's still uh, it's still appropriate, but with this guy, it just sounds like. He's just a shitty driver, and he just just made some uh, noise, you know. Yeah, 
But uh, we got some other things to make some noise about tonight. Uh, we drew uh, quite a fascinating card, I'd say, for tonight's mm-hmm. tarot card. Straight from the Line Strider deck, uh, we have none other but the Moon card. The Moon. <laughs> the Great Moon. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a fantastic water calling, watercolor depiction of the moon card uh like i said from the line strider deck it's featured at the top of our show notes Z- uh, zosos corner.substack.com z-o-s-o-s it's uh posted right there at the top of the card and do you have uh, any initial thoughts on the moon card before i lay out some keywords well uh thank you for asking the moon to me represents um well the main thing that it represents is illusion it represents um some sort of facade or maybe an intuition, maybe something that can't be described, something that exists under the um, the surface. And on the card, you always have the, you have the rising of the tides, which the moon controls. You have the wolves, which come out and howl at the moon. And then you have the crustaceans, which come out of the sea. So there's like some unwritten, mysterious force that the moon has that um, compels all of us. And um, what it is, we don't quite know. And that, to me, is what the moon means. I love it. Uh, Some key words to keep in mind. Intuition, deep instinct, lies, imagination, emotion, fear, illusion. I definitely, uh, that's probably the one place, if if you were to put it on a dial, that's where I would tune into the moon at. Uh, Fantasy, dream, genius, artistic breakthrough, and confusion. Uh, the Moon Line Strider is a mysterious and iconic card related to the Pisces Zodiac. The card represents illusion, intuition, and unconsciousness. The Moon can appear in a spread when you are feeling uncertain or lost. There will be times when this card can become quite dark, warning of what is against you, the dark intentions of others, or of your own darkness enveloping with fears and uncertainties. Security is impacting your way. However, the moon can be a harbinger of genius, artistic breakthroughs, unrivaled creativity, powerful magic, and intuition. I just love the way this card is drawn with the with the colors, like the silver moonlight shining down on the two pillars, with the the slight bluish of the wolf and the. Mm-hmm. It's, you're kind of uh, reflected with the silver light on the on the hound there, and then the the crustacean, a lobster, uh, Jordan B. Peterson. Is, uh, yeah, you got a Jordan B. coming out there, <laughs> shining bright in his orange goodness. The moon is where you can shine as an artist and put all these kind of hidden stuff, all the hidden stuff, because it's a card of illusion and deception. So you get some liberty, <clears throat> and I think it's also um, appropriate because. It's a full moon, like a foolish moon. Right now it's technically waning, but it was just last night or two nights ago that we had our uh, cold moon, 2021. Mm. So outside is very um, illuminated, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was lighting up the sky last night. The sky was almost looking blue. It was so bright. Usually with full moons it keeps me up, but... Uh, this last one. Well, I guess it kept me up. Never mind. And some, uh, you know, I, I got another thought here from uh, tarotx.net. The strange flicker of the moon always evokes a sense of singularity for both humans and animals. The word lunacy is synonymous with madness. 
derived mm. from the word Luna, the Latin word for moon. There was something about the moon that ignited fear and unusual, quote, things, while the sun, on the contrary, makes us relax and soothe. The sun in tarot is right after the moon. The simplicity of the sun is only appreciated after having gone through the mysterious or strange journey of the moon. The Long Dark Nights. The moon does add a, a power to the sun because the moon is a... The light of the moon is a reflection of the light of the sun. And um, even at night, if the moon is full, even at night, you're still getting some of that sunlight. It's still bearing down on you. Just from hitting a rock, you know, mm -hmm. that isn't that far away. Or a giant antenna dish, but we don't want to assume. <laughs> or, you know, a mirror that reflects the flat earth or whatever you subscribe to. There are all kinds of choices you can make these days oh dude speaking of flat earth did you see that uh, flat earth dave just did a uh, a show with mo mo facts <laughs> i did not dude. but i would love to listen to that immediately yeah it's on my list now it's on my short list i'll uh we'll, we'll dig up that link and get it sent it's on that uh, converse <laughs> show that he does that's awesome yeah i'm very excited was it was it him that had mo on or vice versa vice versa so mo had dave on Wow. Awesome. You think you stole it from us? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Flat Earth Dave is someone that will go out of his way to see if he can get on any and every show that will have him. Because I know that he uh. was reaching out to Grumpy Old Benz. He was reaching out to OBDM, which I think he if, he was on at one point. He was on Our Big Dumb Mouth. But um, but did we have him first though? Is the most important thing. No 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 no. I don't I don't think we right. did. All right, just had to confirm. I had to confirm that for myself. But uh, like we said, if you want to check out this card, you can head over to zososcorner.substack.com. Uh, do us a favor if you want to get these show notes emailed to you at the top of every show. Uh, you can hit the subscribe button that's featured somewhere on the page, and uh, that will be showing up in your inbox every time we go live, which is every mm -hmm. Moondays night at... Uh, Moondays. Moondays, yes. At mm -hmm. uh, 7.30 Pacific, 9.30 Chemtrail, and 10.30 Beast Coast. Truly, truly. Yes, indeed. This is a value-for-value value production, which means that we don't have ads. We don't have any corporate sponsors. We get to say whatever we want because we are supported by a community of people who are successful young individuals who seek the truth. And this whole thing is built on a community of people who work hard, think hard, play hard. And mm. it's one of the best communities that's out there. And if you're interested in joining it, there are multiple ways you can join it. You can join us in the Mastodon. You can come join us in the chat room, which is the easiest way and the most fun way, in my opinion. You go to uh, the IRC, get an IRC client, and go to the Zero Node um, server. Uh, you can go to our website, and there will be a link that will take you to all that. Yes. And um, it's just a fucking good time, and it's it's what's happening. It's uh, it's there's nothing better. You fucking what are you gonna? Well, Scott Adams, you know, uh, <laughs> what's the other lady uh, with the short hair? Uh, what's her name? Rachel Maddow. Uh, Maddow. Maddow. Yeah, Maddow. I mean, give me a fucking break. Like mm. y you work hard, 
you you can't waste your time with this fucking nonsense. No. So <laughs> if you were to, uh, if you were to waste your time, it would sound something a little like this. Exactly. Thanks for getting me in the Christmas spirit, Booberry. <laughs> Real cope with Scott Adams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. The, actually, I want to. I want to circle back on that. I got a couple more ISOs because he goes into this whole like, I didn't ask you to. Re- I didn't ask you to respect me. I don't respect you. Fuck you. <laughs> it's like, Damn, dude. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm getting that. <laughs> yeah, it's good shit. But we good uh, carve. we had a bunch of uh, producers uh, come through this week, which we we uh, lovingly call freaks of hazards, and they're building this up every week. And goddamn, uh, just a there's a whole fucking smorgasbord of fo- of folks uh, that we definitely want to thank. Um, These are producers. We, yes, we don't have listeners. That's the value for value model. There's no listeners. There's producers, and just by listening to the show. You produce the show just by giving us your time. You produce the show. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to call in. You don't have to give us money. You don't have to do a goddamn thing. If you listen to the show, then you are a producer and, uh, and we thank you. And if you want to write in, you can find our email. You can send us in uh, ideas or comments or anything like that. And we will take it into consideration because you are a producer. So thank you. Yes, and that email is behind the schemes sch3m3s at protonmail.com. Mm-hmm. But uh, first up on the plate that we'd like to thank is Fletcher, and he's clutching our pearls with his monthly donation of $5.55. Fletcher Fletchin, triple five. And they just did a, a pretty interesting dive on the potential reservoir of trying to be built in uh, east texas that would cause a whole lot of havoc on the hog story show that he does with <laughs> carolyn blaney that's right it's the dynamic duo mr john fletcher and miss carolyn blaney every monday night at uh, around five o'clock uh, pacific time whatever that may be for you i you know when you just said did you say dynamic duo yeah because you gave me an idea for some potential show art to do for Hog Story, I just I, I'm imagining Carolyn Blaney as Batman, but Adam West mm-hmm. and Fletcher will throw in some some. Uh, but instead of Robin, you have Hoggin. <laughs> <laughs> Squeal for me, Hoggin. Yeah, you keep Batman because there's no clever pun for Batman, but you can get Hoggin, Batman, and Hoggin. Bacon fat man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fat man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, we, oh, dear. We had a new freak of hazard come through. Uh, you, oh. You've seen her on oh. the No Agenda socials, the, the Mastodon instance for No Agenda. And it's none other than Widow Garrett. And she had sent in $25 along what? with a note. And the note reads as, Thank you for your courage, fellas, and also for all of the, excuse me, also for all the food for thought and funny common sense real talk. I have fun every time I listen. Nice. Aw, thanks, Widow Garrett. Widow Garrett's so great. She's on the Mastodon. We chat all the time. She's fantastic. Thank you so much for your contribution, ma'am. You are a producer tonight. A, a real one, a hardcore 
legit producer. Yes, we really appreciate Thank it. You. We we're super glad, and I just want to. I'm not really sure how to phrase it. It's I think it's so incredibly amazing that so many folks support the show through the music, through the donations, through the show arts. Um, but mm-hmm. just the fact that people are coming and listening and engaging just it really trips me up, and uh, and it makes it a real a real pleasure and a real treat and um it's it's beyond encouraging that's what it's all about that's what it's all about um i i know booberry started the show with something in mind and i sh- i joined the show with something in mind and that's just to share information that's all i care about is sharing information and hanging out and and doing the thing and and hanging out with people of a like mind because it can be tough talking about these subjects Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to talk about this stuff. <laughs> and I think that a lot of people, I myself included, find a lot of comfort in the fact that I can come here and actually talk about this and not feel like a, you know, a lunatic. Like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, everybody. And, you know, we don't all agree all the time on on everything. That's, that's not the point. You know, it's not a, it's not supposed to be an echo chamber, but it's just, it's what the liberals would call a safe space. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. That brings tonight's production to a close. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, but before we end tonight, uh, we have some more information to share. Uh, oh. Tunta and Mousy Bear sent a care package, which I have Ooh, specifically yeah. labeled uh, as a tasty treat of gummies. Mmm. Yes, uh, Mousy Bear Wellness Gummies. Uh, I've received a sample pack, and I made it through two, and I was like, okay, I'm going to pump the brakes here. <laughs> I'm going to try and uh, <laughs> savor these. Um, they uh, MousyBear.com, M-O-U-S-E-Y, Bear, B-E-A-R.com. Uh, check them out. They're they're really good. They're, it's um, I was trying to explain what texture really came to mind because they, they use this, uh, uh, not raw gelatin, but it's a, I'm trying to find the actual ingredient list here. Um, but it's a different, it's not like a jello gelatin. So it's not, it's, it doesn't have that like real hard, chewy Haribo gummy bear texture. It's more of it's like, more like a, a natural. Yeah. Like a, a suet type of texture. Uh, da, 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 da. man, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I got a sample coming my way too. And, uh, yeah, grass fed beef gelatin. So real, the real stuff, the good stuff. Uh, it's feature. It features elderberry, raw, organic honey, uh, organic cinnamon, uh, agave nectar in the raw fresh squeezed lemon juice. And, uh, you know they got subscriptions. I'm I'm seriously considering signing up for one of their subscriptions. Uh, every every two weeks you can get a count of thirty. Um, yeah, their wellness. You know, they're what they're looking to do is help you with your um, just a little immune boost that that tastes good. And, it gives uh, you just the right shot of nutrients that you need to to keep in balance. Yeah, the, the real stuff, not that high fructose bullshit. You know, no doubt. But um, nice. Be sure to head over there, you know, get uh, get some, try them out. Try mm-hmm. it out, man. <laughs> and thank you for your courage, Mousy Bear and Junta, wherever you may be. Uh, let's see. 
Oh, and uh, they also sent in $60 in cold hard cash. What? What? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, you go to the website. You you mousy bear one, uh, all one word, and you get 25% off your first order. Wow, that's fun. This is like the first legitimate uh, advertisement I think we've ever done. Fuck yeah. (laughs) And it's not an advertisement from some corporate bitch. It's from... Our own awesome producers. They're out there crushing it. <laughs> making making businesses being the backbone of the country. It's what we're built on. No doubt. Uh, nice. who else do we have in here? Double Thought of Double Thought Dimensions came through again. They sent in that magic number of three dollars and thirty three cents. So okay. I have something to say about Derek, but but fin- finish up on him, but I have something to say. Uh, they do a show called Double Thought Dimensions, uh, Dimension, excuse me, singular, and that's doublethoughtdimension.com. It's a podcast with Derek and Tony, and uh, I ended up circling back on that uh, deep underground military base episode and just the hearing the story of that uh, uh, he was an engineer that was working with the Army Corps of some capacity and just getting fucked up by alien blasters. I love it. Was it uh, Schneider? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I love Schneider. Uh, what's his first name? Uh, Dan? No. Maybe. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Derek from Double Thought Dimension. So I I was meaning to give him some value for value, and I went to the site, and I couldn't find the button. Um, so just, like, let me know how I can show you my value. Um, and I don't mean a dick pic. I mean, <laughs> I promise it's not a dick pic. It's just, I just want to show you my value. You understand? <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, it's the same, you know, it's the same value my daddy gave me. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough value for both of them, baby. Oh, here we go. Link tree. Here we go. Okay. We got it. We got a nice hit in the chat. So that's where I'll send my dick pic. I mean, uh, that's where I will, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Okay, so that's Double Thought Dimension Podcast with Tony and Derek. Uh, who else? Bam. Uh, oh, Ned, Ned. Ned Ned squeezed in as well. Ned Ned sent in. And he's producing tonight's broadcast with $30. And he what? says, uh, <laughs> Merry what? Christmas, dash S, open parentheses, H3M353R5. <laughs> yeah we did fucking figure it out dude <laughs> nice ned, ned sending in the codes uh, beautiful man thank you so much happy happy christmas to you as well good sir and he said uh what else do you say here pull my notes back up donating for christmas joy for all keep up the good work and whatever uh whatever other clicks you can come up with mucho love net ned Aw, shit. I'm going to give you a Texas-sized job bless, Mr. Net Ned. (laughs) I love it. Or is it it Sir Net Ned? Are you a Sir Net Ned? Mm. It doesn't matter. I'm not a Sir, so no no judgment here. (laughs) Only only boobs is a Sir now. Now he's he's a Black Knight, you know. Fancy schmancy shit here. I'm a Black Knight without my ring. I never fucking hit up Eric. I'm going to do that this week. Oh, get Shill to get you your ring. I know, I know, I know. And your wax. Um, oh, muy damn. importante. Holy shit. 
we we had a last minute donation come through as well. Another la- oh wow, this is generous. Yes, and this is a name that we all know and love and love to rage with. It's the original man of the of the coast, the 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 just the you want to get you want to get pissed off about Biden with somebody, you better be talking to Malachi. Malachi, 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 Malachi sent in $25. Oh, wow. Thank you, sir. Oh, shit. Holy shit. It's raining. I don't even know what's going on. Uh, You got more coming in? Uh, uh, we have to, we, we're going to, we're going to pause here. And we're going to say thank you because I f- fucking forgot. And I'm glad that C-Dubs just did this. But oh, boy. With, C-Dubs. With the help of C-Dubs and Sir Spencer, we got the helipad set up for the Raspy Blitz. Ah. C-Dubs. He's a clever lad. I've uh, had the privilege of meeting him once or twice, although neither of us remember actually doing it. <laughs> nice. But, <laughs> but we have met each other, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> allegedly, in Minecraft. In San Francisco Minecraft. But uh, C-Dubs, uh, if, how familiar are you with Helipad, Lavish? Uh, on a scale from 1 to 10, a 0. Helipad, if I'm not mistaken, was a program... Uh, written by Dave Jones of the Podcasting 2.0 service. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What it does is it compiles all of the TLV data that is associated with a boost uh, that's sent in for one of the new Podcasting 2.0 apps. Instead of having to go through and pull the TLV file and send it into a decoder and then parsing like physically parsing the information looking for the notes attached to the boost what this uh application does is it grabs the boost number who it's coming from and what the note says and i think it even tells you yeah what episode it was sent on and from where and uh c-dubs just sent in 333 sets asking if this thing is on Oh, I think it is. Boost me, <laughs> boost, boost me, me, bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, C Dubs. Wow. C Dubs is a is a wizard, a real wizard, uh, and helps out a lot around these parts, especially with uh, bowl after bowl. I know that he gives Sir Spencer a lot of good knowledge, and um, any knowledge that goes Sir Spencer's way goes all of our way. So, <laughs> thank you, mm. thank you very much. Also, Malachi, I I literally cannot deduce you because a we haven't figured out what that if we were to ever do something like that maybe deboot lick or something i'm not sure yet but uh, yeah we don't douche people yet we yeah. don't it doesn't seem appropriate uh and we'll, uh, we'll we'll find our own bts uh spin on it but you were also but there you're not for, a douche anyway yeah I mean, were, come on you were on like the first 30 or so fucking episodes and you even hosted and recorded a couple so fuck <laughs> <laughs> you talking exactly about? You're, there's no way you could be a douche. You're, uh, you're locked in. It's all that uh, that liberal coast air getting to your head. <laughs> I know, man. Trust me, it's very smoky. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, uh, I just want to give a fat, sincere thank you to each and every one of you that's uh, 
helping produce the show in this capacity. That's listening. That's sending in the art. That's sending in the clips. That's sending in uh, the music. All of it. All of it makes the production what it is. And uh, couldn't do it without y'all. Yeah, it's it's so so grateful and humbling to to do it. And, and it is Christmas. I mean, this kind of is our Christmas episode, I guess, because our next show will be after Christmas. Oh, right? this is true. Uh, yes, by a couple of days. And I need to uh, get in contact to make sure that our potential guest is still down for it. But as it stands now, I think uh, I think we're going to be doing an episode with Metis next week in person. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Metis is going to be on the show next week. I believe that's the plan. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. And either because I'm going home to visit uh, Spaz and Mama Berry, and uh, tentatively, the plan is to get up for an in-person episode with Metis. Wow. That is cool. So are, is Metis going to your place or are you going to his place? Uh, still to be determined. If Excellent. And it, it, it might, you know, shake out that we just do it remote. You know, I'm, I'm really open to anything and everything. So we'll, wow. uh, we'll get that figured out and, and shaken down and uh, should be If good. it does happen to your place, uh, are we going to get a cameo appearance from Mama Berry and Spaz? What's that? If, if, if it's at your place, are we going to get a cameo from Mama Berry and Spaz. I can totally bring extra mics. They don't even have to be on the, you know, you don't have to lock them down, but they can just say something, you know, <laughs> just say some random shit every now and again. You guys can Beatles it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Share the mic. <laughs> Share the load. Share the load. Potatoes. Well, I think um, other than heading over to newpodcastapps.com and checking out one of the new Podcasting 2.0 apps, uh, I believe that's uh, that's it for all of our business. Is there anything business. else? Anything else I missed? And uh, oh well, I guess we should hear uh, get a word from our sponsors. Boost me! Oh yes, boost me! Boost me, bitch! Do a commercial, you're off the artistic roll call. Every word you say is suspect. You're a corporate whore, and uh, end of story. We told you who was behind the schemes, but you'll never know who's behind the screens. Call our creep phone now and leave a screen mail. We'll play it on the show. 612-263-SEXY. 612263 SXXY. That's 612263 Sexy. Lavish hit me with that number. I can never remember, remember, man. Oh, well, let me uh, remind you real quick. That phone number, if anybody would like to call tonight behind the schemes, December 20th, 2021, that number is 612. Two six three seven nine 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 six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. Give us a call. Say some inane bullshit. Three seconds, five seconds. We don't give a shit. We're gonna play it on the air. It'll be glorious, and uh, you'll have something. Uh, you know, you'll have something on the air. A testament. Something 
for yourself. 612-263-7999. Give us a scream on our scream mail, on our scream line. We have screams, we have creams, we have dreams. Mm, I wonder what this uh, what this first one is. Hey now, reporting in to BTS, Secular Street Investigation, regular update. As I uh, driving around delivering food, because that's what you do with three degrees and a little lot of intellectual property. You go back to what you were doing in the 90s. I guess it's helping me build characters for my next book, but it occurred to build me. character. As I drive around, I'm a, a, a vegan, and by and large, most people are not ordering salads, and I, a fresh look at this after 20 years of not doing it, and I realized that in those venues, there is some major inflation and confusion among the very nuanced and distinct uh, walks of life that are looking for hookers, looking at hookers, being a hooker. Um, so just just my sweet thoughts for tonight. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. Call her. He got got by a hooker. Oh, God. They got him in the ankle, I think. Sounded like an ankle injury. They'll hook you. I do. You know, I guess we do something about hookers. I I guess we all do. Uh, kind of sell ourselves in various capacities. Yes, we, we go through our day looking at other people selling themselves for uh, for any means necessary. Mm, I like that. Looking for hookers, looking at hookers, being a hooker. <laughs> Which is really the hero's journey of the process of becoming a hooker, as you're looking for them. And then you're looking out for him, you know what I mean? And then you become one. <laughs> That's just funny to me. Looking <laughs> looking for hookers, looking at hookers. Uh, technically, I think that would be, I think they prefer the term sex worker. Yeah, maybe. I, I could be wrong. Maybe. Could be. I don't know. Uh, personally, I don't have a lot of experience with who is, so I don't know. Uh, but uh, I hear it's a good time. <laughs> Until you don't pay up. <laughs> you have to pay. You have to pay. And um, I imagine you got to pay up front. That's what I'd do if I was a sex worker. I certainly wouldn't wait till the end. <laughs> you know. Half now, half later. All now. Oh yeah. And then and then penis. You know. <laughs> That's the deal. That's the deal. Well, I hope you Who find is... I hope you find the character development that's uh that you'll need for your next book. I'm curious to see what uh what sort of themes of selling yourself are out there. If you ever want to see uh, sex workers, you know, doing their thing, you come on to my neck of the woods over in San Francisco or Oakland and uh, take a walk downtown, go by Nordstrom's, buy some shoes, see what happens. It's a good time. And while we're buying shoes, let's uh, let's see what this next scholar has got to say. Hey, 
Now we're grooving. points caller but <laughs> unfortunately we could only understand about 33% of that um, voicemail so something I that, hope you didn't curse us though I you know I I don't know if I should be elated or wanting to no I think I, I think I'm just elated now uh, I guess that's what I'd call myself elated <laughs> groovy you know it, it'll go down any minute I'm pretty elated right now <laughs> That's a good call, caller. We'll do it. We'll do a shorty here and then we'll get into tonight's topic. This one's five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) From the the scream master himself. The 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 maestro. This is so quiet. I gotta figure out how to fix that. 
The most famous scream on the stream. You know, getting a scream mail is a good idea because that guy will send in some fucking, some tens. You know what I mean? Mm, No doubt. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Well, we have tonight's topic for tonight. Um, And tonight's going to be a little bit of a difference. I think we're going to stick to a singular presentation, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Lavish. I think so. We're going to we're going to talk about something that both Booberry and myself have been scratching our heads about and a lot of people have been as well. No doubt. And uh what tonight's topic is, well, first, I want to I want to go ahead and drop a seed into everybody's brain. And we should drop the link too eventually, but yeah, yes. Uh well, first, I want to start with the term blue and on. And I know that this is something that Lavish and I have discussed before, mm-hmm. uh, whether mm-hmm. it was on a show or in a chat somewhere. I don't really remember. But a Blue Anon is a loosely organized network of Democrat voters, politicians, and media personalities who spread left-wing conspiracy theories. Blue Anon is the antithesis to QAnon. So when you when you th- see things like uh, Russia meddling in the 2016 election, that's blue not for one of many examples. The, the idea being that Q, QAnon is so ridiculous. The idea that like Trump's going to storm in with the National Guard and arrest everybody and stage a coup and all that shit is so ridiculous, and it is ridiculous. But you know what is also ridiculous is the idea that that the people that are in charge now are in charge because they were actually voted in and people actually want them and their ideals are matching the public interest and, and um, that some major things aren't happening right now that are ruining all of our lives that people defend all day long and they justify it in all these crazy ways. Um, and that is blue on people who are just as insane but they aren't considered as insane because it comes from a sort of like an intellectual like standpoint or whatever. Uh, an intellectual uh, facade, maybe. Because honestly, I that's don't the basis. Yeah, I don't really see a lot of like, and you know, I I don't like to necessarily bash on the QAnon folks super hard. It's not anything that was ever for me. But at some point, I feel like if we were looking at this on a spectrum, they're probably a little closer. <laughs> To something than you know people that are just carte blanche oh you know it was all russia and uh you know trump's uh this crazy well, Hitler- they eat up all the propaganda and then they say well that's it right because the tv said so and because everybody's saying it it must be true and that's the basis for their logic which is um blind populism and it's uh it's bullshit it's it's what's the word they're using now the two word the mass formation mm. and mass hysteria it's a witch hunt it's a it's a it's a because everybody is on board the lie the lie can perpetuate even though it is a lie even though there's all this evidence to question it there's all this this movement to question it and most people i think are not for it but it still continues on well, uh, right now I'm going to drop a link, uh, to specifically what we are looking at tonight. And tonight it is the conspiracy charts created and authored the conspiracy chart 
by Abby Richards. Mm-hmm. Uh, her pronouns are uh, she slash her. She is a video creator and a TikToker and TikTok disinformation researcher, and also a grad student in the Netherlands, I believe. And mm-hmm. um, you know why don't uh, why don't we hear first from Abby explaining the very first TikTok video she ever made about the conspiracy charts. So I should be working on my essay, but then I remember that there's no good categorization system for all conspiracy theories, so I just like went ahead and made one. It looks like this. As you can see, it goes from most based in reality to least based in reality. Down here, we have things that we know actually did happen, like MKUltra. But then once you pass the speculation line, we get into our we have questions section. So that's Area 51, Epstein, obviously. Moving forward, we get into the unequivocally false but mostly harmless section. So that's Loch Ness Monster, Birds Aren't Real, Bigfoot, not doing too much harm. This line, though, this is when we start to harm society. This is where we get anti-vaxxers, chemtrail people, flat earthers, not good. Once you pass the anti-Semitic point of no return, there really is no coming back. Once you kind of believe one of these, you're required to believe the rest. These are super harmful. These are super harmful. Uh, and what, uh, what chart she's talking about, I just dropped that, uh, that link into the chats as well. It was a hand-drawn triangle uh, that she started out with this idea. And uh, I think the most hilarious part is it starts with based and ends in unbased. Uh, looking, looking at the bottom of the chart, we have things that actually happen, like uh, FBI spied on Lenin, Bohemian Club, the Norea testimony, MKUltra, Operation Mockingbird. Past the speculation line, looking for the cure. The cure for cancer is hidden. The JFK uh, assassination. Um, uh, in this whole section is we have questions. Moving forward, uh, at, as she quotes, leaving reality, we have unequivocally false but mostly harmless, like birds aren't real. The moon landing. Uh, Loch Ness is unequivocally false. Uh, Bigfoot unequivocally false. You pass that line into harming myself and others. You are genuinely dangerous. Kim trails, 80 satanic cults, flat earth, essential oils, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams, anti-vaxxers. And then, like she said, you have the anti-Semitic point of no return. And once you believe mm-hmm. all of these things, you believe in all of these things. So I think the the strongest thing that just sticks out to me is the fact that it's not incredulous, it's anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, not that the, it's not that the, 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 the conspiracy doesn't hold ground, it doesn't hold water. It's the fact that it's just hating Jews. <laughs> That's it. Yes. It's the basis for a lot of these things. Every one of these little labels on this chart, if you go to the actual website, you can click on them, and they'll have a little debunk like article that's presented and um, the vast majority of them are kind of shallow, nonsensical, whatever. It's just anti-Semitic and they don't actually acknowledge any of the, the valid criticism. It doesn't, (laughs) they just, they just put it to this weird place of like bigotry that like nobody really asked for except for them, you know? (laughs) Yes. Weird. Uh, So let me um, actually, uh, if, Anyone is interested, I took uh, probably a longer amount of time than I needed to, but uh, I actually went through and 
made a spreadsheet of all the different um all the different charts and their versions and uh I wish there was a way I could like just link to it directly but if you scroll down and you see the charts right after that there's a PDF listed um I know some people prefer Excel uh, or spreadsheet files I'll have that posted at some point as well so if you want to do any additional editing, editing I guess you can do that as well but uh this um <laughs> this chart lists out every topic that she references in these uh, various iterations there's four so there's the original hand drawn version then there was a pdf version that she made up uh then she quotes glue up uh and made a full color chart or i guess another graphic artist made her a full color chart the 2020 edition as it's labeled and then there was a, a 2021 edition with fancy fonts. So when you're looking at this chart, um, it's got uh, it's got the four listed out, and you can just go through. It's alphabetical every topic. Which so like, you know, big oil pushed climate disinfo. It wasn't a conspiracy in the first three versions, but in the last one, it became a conspiracy that we definitely know happened. Free Britney. Free Britney started out as we have questions in versions two and three, but in version four, it definitely <laughs> did happen. Yeah, we definitely want to free Britney. <laughs> uh, NSA mass surveillance didn't happen until versions three and four, so who knows what it was up to in the OG and the PDF. <laughs> and to be fair, we should probably preface this with the fact that this lady who's made this thing is a comedian. She's a comedian. Um... What's her name? Abby something? Abby, Abby Richards. Richards. Abby Richards. Yeah. Abby Richards. She's a comedian and she just made this thing and somehow it's really blown up and it's because it's just, no, it scratched well, people the wrong way. And, and it's the perfect example of just how uninformed these blue and on people are that are so cocksure of their own, like sense of reality and, and, yeah, it's it's ugly how much stuff up here is just. I don't even know. I don't even know what she's trying to do with this. Thing. At first, I thought it was a joke. Please continue. Sorry. She. I will say that at no point did I ever get the sensation that she was approaching this from a place of comedy. Now that is not to say that she is. And she's not, a comedian too. She is not. By the way. Well, see, I I I think that she is in her own universe a true informational warrior uh here's a quote but from she the gets caught up in the wrong window of information which is what the problem a lot of it's it's the hegelian dialectic um wow. problem i mean it's, where you it's, give people a narrow window and you can say well you can you can conjecture all you want within this very narrow window of data and information and perspective and it's completely wrong, but because of the human imagination, you can just wax lyrical about it all day long and not look up at the bigger picture. And, and you know, there's all sorts of websites that have written about her, like the Guardian, Vox. Uh, Vox said that she is a 25 year old disinformation researcher who creates TikToks about how conspiracy theories spread online and who regularly works with scholars to debunk and contextualize harmful myths. Uh, she's watched mm -hmm. how chaotic events like the Astro World tragedy, COVID nineteen, the confusing broken job market, and have driven louder conversations around spirituality from TikTokers, uh, no matter where they fall on the ideological or political spectrum. Quote: There's a collective sense that the world is ending, whether it's climate change, 
whether it's the rapture, rapture, the return of Jesus, wealth inequality, satanic worship, or whether people's vibrations are just too low. She says it's the only nonpartisan issue. Hmm. Um, the Guardian, yeah. <laughs> the Guardian also called her a chirpy Lena Dunham lookalike. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely the type. The Lena Dunham type, the the very self-righteous liberal who does all kinds of really awful shit and then is like, but I'm one of the good guys, right? Actually, uh, she did very strange. She did a whole uh, video about how she thinks you're totally wrong that she doesn't look like Lena Dunham. Um, it's pretty funny. I got it well, listed. <laughs> I imagine for this, for her, this is a big break for her. And she's getting a lot of attention. We're giving her attention, you know. And this sort of thing, I think, is is unwittingly worked out for her in a sense. Or maybe it's wittingly. I don't know. But she, um, this is, this is just a nerve. I think, I think what, what's so annoying about this is how obvious the straw man is here. I think that a lot of the blue and on and a lot of the, the leftist incredulity concerning the things that we talk about is rooted in a sort of like, I don't know, a straw man thing where they, they operate on a different book and they have a whole different set of texts and a whole different set of data that they operate on. And it doesn't matter how much of your data you show them, they don't care. They just, right. they've heard what they've heard and they're just going to go on it and it doesn't matter until CNN reports otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck, let me find the, uh, the the actual conspiracy chart.com uh let's just look at some of the references that she pulls from uh new york times daily bees adl uh ajc i'm not sure what the ajc forbes is. uh insider uh, isd uh vox these references are weak if forbes. you click on george soros george soros if you don't mind i just got to rip on this for a minute george soros is the conspiracy that's what it's, it's written in the in the letters, in big letters, George Soros, as if he's a conspiracy, right? Yep. As if the man, like, doesn't fucking exist, <laughs> which he does. He's He, of course, exists. His family exists. His son exists. He's got a... And, and you click on this George Soros thing, and it's like, this is the debunk. We're going to tell you exactly why this is a conspiracy theory. You click on it, and it sends you to an article, one article from Forbes... And it's just a nine-paragraph fluff piece about how any criticism that goes towards him is, guess what, anti-Semitic. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's it. That's the whole argument. They don't acknowledge anything about the man. They don't talk about all the attorneys general that he's put into power, all these terrible people that he's financed that are now you know, getting into office around here in, in the Bay Area, ruining this place. People can't recall them fast enough. I mean... This guy is a real sap on the country and he's very famous and he's, he's kind of overblown at this point because there are a lot of people like him that do this sort of thing. So to a certain degree, he gets a bad rap, but to say that he's not the piece of shit that he is and to just like say that anybody who criticizes this man is just bigoted, um, is extremely shallow yes. and extremely flimsy and just just sad and like um, under-researched and misinformed and all the words that you can use to, to consider this guy. And he's in the top, top level. 
Like, if you question this guy, you are the most extreme version. But see, and it goes the same thing with Bill Gates and et cetera, you know, the Rothschilds, as if these people don't fucking exist. But you heard her from her own words that at the beginning, the, the, um, the original, we're doing the conspiracy chart clip. She said, if you believe in one of these, then you usually believe in all of them. So that means that George Bush Which is bullshit. That means Henry Kissinger. That means Joe Biden, Obama, George Sr. All of them believe in the George Soros conspiracy. Because yeah. they're saying we, you know, we will establish a new world order. Uh, that means Obama thinks that Sandy Hook was fake. Um, mm-hmm. That means Henry Kissinger is totally into Holocaust denial. Uh, Biden is all about the reptilian overlords. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like Flat Earth. Flat Earth and, and QAnon are in the same category as Deep State, as if the Deep State doesn't exist. New World Order, George Soros, the Rothschilds, Hollywood, Pizzagate, things that have well, a lot of fucking water. It's technically, and, and I know Pizzagate gets a little rusty, but yeah. Hollywood, it's technically Hollywood is turning your kids gay. <laughs> yeah, and they are. And the gays love it, you know? Oh, it's a good time oh, to be gay. Maybe the best time ever. Well, maybe maybe we maybe we should hear more from Abby as to like, you know, let's let's hear more on what she has to say about these categories. Okay, so since you guys lost your minds for my conspiracy theory chart, I decided to formalize it in a PDF. You can find it in the link in my bio. Download it. Have fun with it. A couple things got moved around, mostly upwards, because they were more anti-Semitic than I thought. Also, I added some. It seems like people have a lot of questions, especially about the top two tiers. So I think what we're gonna do is we're just gonna do like a video for each section, and then once we get to the top, we'll do like ten because that shit's nuts. It's nuts. All right, so we are in the PDF category. Uh, so this is where we start to see uh, like big tobacco. Excuse me. Uh, the CIA Contra smuggling was uh, was added to this category. So this is the stuff that she acknowledges actually happened. Yes, this uh, this uh, things. This that- is the lowest tier of the conspiracy pyramid, <laughs> and also the smallest, <laughs> and also the smallest. So, and it's all the it's all the typical stupid McDonald's like conspiracies that tie into bigger shit, and you just don't dig any further. Cointel, Big Oil, um, Watergate, Tuskegee, Paperclip. Well, so MK Ultra. Tuskegee didn't appear on the PDF originally. P, uh, mm. Tuskegee showed up on 2020 and 2021. Um, what we had show up specifically for the PDF was COINTELPRO, uh, CIA Contra smuggling. Uh, which was eventually <laughs> moved up in the 2021, the last iteration. It was moved up into the we have questions speculation line. So it went from a thing that we knew actually happened to we have questions. Yeah, Iran-Contra, we don't have questions. We know exactly <laughs> what the fuck happened. It happened in a court of law. You ever heard of Oliver Stone? Uh, Why don't you fucking look this shit up? It actually happened. Anyway, 
Yeah. So this lady already leaving reality with the Iran Contra. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Abby. Yeah. yeah. Epstein didn't kill himself. There are no questions there. Here's uh yeah. here's here's things that actually happened. Breaking down my conspiracy theory pyramid, part one, starting with the bottom. Let's go. Actual conspiracies that happened. Like MK Ultra. Like they definitely tried mind control on some people with some LSD. Didn't work. The FBI did spy on John Lennon because they thought he was anti-war. I mean, he was, but Big Tobacco knew that they were causing cancer and they lied about it. Point Pro was when the FBI illegally infiltrated and then discredited a bunch of political organizations that they deemed subversive, you know, like feminists and black power movements and Nation of Islam and socialists and communists. And last but not least, the Bohemian Club, where all the rich men get together and like talk about politics and business and like and like golf and like golf <laughs> like and like bohemian club like you know where all the rich guys go you know well, that so, one so after after this uh version the pdf and going into 2020 uh bohemian club just disappears from from the chart we we don't talk about yeah, that one anymore because you can't fucking refute it like that's the one <laughs> we have video footage all the stuff that we have video footage of i laugh at right we have footage of people worshiping owls at Bohemian Grove. That's one of that's one of Alex Jones's magnum opus. Is that is that he crawled through the fucking dirt and he filmed that shit way back then, <laughs> back when nobody fucking knew about it. Nobody thought that fucking Alex Jones would be crawling through the bush to to get it, you know? Yeah. And he got it, and he filmed it, and he released it to the world, and we're like, holy shit, there they are at Bohemian Grove worshiping this gi- giant owl. And everyone was like, what? What do you mean? No, 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 no way. <laughs> well, it doesn't happen. Lavish. We have questions. Uh, this gets, I, in, I have questions. <laughs> this gets into the next segment of the PDF chart. Breaking down my conspiracy theory chart. Part two. At this point, we've crossed the speculation line, but we haven't left reality. This is the, we have questions category. This category has a lot of suspicious deaths. So we got Epstein, we got JFK, we got Princess Di, we got Marilyn Monroe, and we got questions about all of those. UFOs, what are they? Why are they there? Is it aliens? Is it a cloud? I don't know. Area 51. Is it a cloud? I don't know. As much as I wish it were like a men in black style alien hub, it's probably not. But also, the US government secrecy around it like isn't helping. Denver International Airport is way too big, has really weird art, and it costs way too much money. Not to mention that uh, isn't Denver International one of the buildings that's shaped like a swastika? If you look at it from an aerial view, yes. Oh, okay, I just I just wanted to make sure why why is that not in the anti-Semitic point of no return? Well, she didn't really feel like I'm getting the vibe that she didn't really do a lot of homework on all this stuff. Oh well, she is a TikTok disinformation researcher and analyst. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they go too deep in any of this. I mean, I'm looking at like 50% of this is like, I don't know. Well, I will, I will recommend. uh, I'm kind of going based off. good for her. I'm specifically for myself going through and reading the PDF chart that I made just because you can see a conglomerate of everything and how how stuff was shifted around. Um, I get and it. and we could easily use this list as a way to like make shows in the future. Like we could do a whole George Soros episode <laughs> and debunk what she's talking about. We could do a whole Rothschild. We could do. Unfortunately, we could do a Sandy Hook episode. We probably mm. shouldn't, but 
I mean, we could just to, just to bring up what it is that people have a problem with in the first place. Yes. And the, and just the math. I mean, I, I don't want to get into Sandy Hook. Maybe I'm getting a little too frosty, but there's just, there are a lot of questions with that, that kind of thing that people don't want to uh, touch because if it, if it turns out that we're wrong, you know, and it, and it was real and it was just legitimate shooting, then we're all assholes, right? Yes. <laughs> Is the idea. And that's fair. It's totally fair. And I'm not trying to like stir the pot, but there's so much shit there. There's so much shit there that's crazy mm. that um, can't be ignored. I mean, just Robbie Parker alone, just the fact that they got one of the dads of the kids that they got murdered at this thing on camera, like laughing and like shaking it off and like, kind of like getting in the zone for this, for this crying bit that he's about to do. I mean, the whole thing is just fucking wonky. There's way more than that, but that's the most famous thing. And that's just a smoking gun. Uh, I'm not here to talk about Sandy Hook though. I, at least I'm trying not to. Well, let me, like to, let me, but, throw, but I'm not going to, let me throw this one at you real fast. And we got eight seconds left of that clip. Uh, I just remembered that birds aren't real was unequivocally false in the original version, but got moved into we have questions in version two. <laughs> yeah, we have questions. We have birds questions. are real. Birds? <laughs> well, when you put it like that, birds? Question mark? Yeah, I mean that is kind of a question. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't. Uh, uh, eight seconds. I like how the Wayfair trafficking is is anti-Semitic. Well, to question that very bizarre Wayfair situation. We will. Uh, we'll we'll kind of touch on the. Um, why Wayfair and other such uh, trafficking claims are anti-Semitic, but we'll, we'll, let me finish this one. This is at the entrance. That's not even photoshopped. Its eyes glow red. Free Britney, like she wore yellow. And birds, who do they work for? Uh, oh, she was talking about the uh, the Denver airport uh, horse statue, which killed a man upon its creation. Yeah, there's that. There's the creepy statue of the horse. There's the all the creepy murals. That predict the nuclear apocalypse. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's cool. <laughs> Birds? Abby. Abby, we have questions. <laughs> we have questions, Abby. <laughs> oh, my we God. We have questions. All right. I just like that we have questions isn't the one. You know, if I could, I could just put all these in the we have questions category. Yeah. Yeah, what's wrong Except with for the things that we know happened. Oh, like, trust trust me. I I totally have a clip on why it's dangerous to ask questions. I fucking man, there was just something about this that struck a chord with me, and I I, I ended up doing one of my famous all nighters up till five thirty, getting material. One of the uh, past Friday, I want to say, just I couldn't stop. You know, once you fucking strike that uh, strike that chord with me, you know, I'm in it. I'm in it. I know, I know. And this, there's a lot of juice here. I mean, you could. Uh, you could really go on. I mean, when we were talking about it, like we both made the decision that we were both going to talk about this because it's so thick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I cannot believe that ivermectin, the moon landing is fake. And the idea that January 6th is fake is an anti-Semitic point of no return. Well, <laughs> that has to be a joke. I mean, come on, that has to be a joke. Who, who in their right mind, would actually put that down. 
like I feel bad for this girl. I almost feel bad like making fun of her and making fun of this chart because I feel like it's almost low hanging fruit. Like this girl's like, I don't know. She's got issues or something. I don't know. I don't know what to think, but it's just, it's kind of sad to think that somebody actually thinks this. Doesn't that make her a conspiracy theorist? (laughs) It's like watching a toddler, you know, (laughs) it's like watching a toddler drown in like five inches of water. You know, it's like, Oh God, like what's wrong with you? Just get up. I don't know. It's, it's strange. It's very strange. Yes. Uh, Maybe I'm being a little too graphic here. Sorry about that. So some things that stayed uh, fairly consistent throughout this entire journey, JFK, uh, we always had questions about JFK. Always had questions about Epstein not killing himself, shortened to KHS because I'm sure she didn't want to offend anyone uh, for harmful or hateful language. Uh, Denver International Airport, we we always had questions about. Roswell, we had questions at first, and then it was dropped, and then it came back for 2020. And uh, 2021, we kind of lost interest in it. Um. Uh, so now we, uh, we are leaving reality inequivocally false, but mostly harmless. Breaking down my conspiracy theory chart part three. Now at this point we've left reality, but we haven't quite started denying science. This is unequivocally false, but mostly harmless. This category has aliens, celebrities, and mythical creatures, and like if you're super lucky, all three. This is our last category before things start to get kind of scary up there, so let's try and enjoy ourselves. Elvis is not still alive and his family would like for you to stop saying that. Avril Lavigne was not replaced by a woman named Melissa. She's just not 18 anymore, and Prince Charles isn't a vampire. He lives in a palace, not a castle. Get it right. Crop circles and Stonehenge, like you gotta stop giving aliens credit for human labor. It's rude. When I say Bigfoot, I'm not referring to indigenous folklore. I'm referring to the grown adult men who chase him in the woods. Fair warning, telling Scottish people that the Loch Ness Monster isn't real will make them angry, which will in turn make their accents even cuter. That seems a little problematic. (laughs) Trying to... That's where the comedy comes in. (laughs) I I keep giving her the benefit of the doubt. I think she's trying to be funny, you know? I don't, I mean, maybe. It's both. It's a hybrid. She's like, I'm I'm kidding, but not really. Right, guys? Like, right. That's the vibe. Right, guys? Right? Uh, right. What, uh, so let's see. Alien abductions we didn't have any questions about in the PDF. Aliens built Stonehenge. We we certainly did, but not in the original version. Uh, Avril Lavigne uh, placed all three versions after the PDF. Uh Oh, here we go. The Beatles never existed. Lavish, did you know the Beatles never existed? Yeah, this is a very popular conspiracy theory that everybody... What the fuck is wrong with you? Nobody's ever... <laughs> what kind of... This is how in the bubble this lady is. Like, You couldn't come up with like an actual conspiracy theory from the Beatles? Like, I don't know, Paul is dead? Or John Lennon's still alive? Or something like that? The Beatles never existed? Are you fucking kidding me? But Jeez. it's 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 mostly harmless if you believed the Beatles never existed. So this is the straw man, and this is when she goes on and she says things like I don't know Jewish space lasers and fucking uh, what, what else? Uh, let's see, Antifa did Jan sixth, and uh, what else? Uh, what, what other stupid shit is she? Adrenochrome, QAnon, flat Earth. And she just, these are straw men, reptilian overlords. She puts in all this bullshit 
and and then and then tries to cover up legitimate shit <laughs> like the banking families and the power brokers and and the 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 sex trafficking and the and the real totalitarian political maneuvering that's going on right now it gets buried under all of this fucking this fucking <laughs> gingerbread shit dude like who the fuck <laughs> Where do you even come up with this shit? I've never even seen the Beatles are fake. I've never even seen that on 4chan. She probably came up with that herself. I don't know, man. Um, Stevie Wonder isn't blind, made it on here, but not until 2021. Ted Cruz. Well, he is. Stevie Wonder is not blind. (laughs) That's, that's proven false. I would put, I would, I would put that in things that actually happened. Stevie Wonder is not blind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. T- Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer. That's that's still a conspiracy. Um, God damn it. Uh, yeah, that's still. I have questions. <laughs> we have questions, Abby. Abby. <laughs> I have questions, Ted. Ted word. Oh, my God. All the right. U.S. presidential election was stolen. Like, you know, yeah. It was. Get used to it. That's the world we live in, dude. Oh, grow ma- up. Match if you if you believe in the mattress firm money laundering scheme, you've left reality, but you're still mostly harmless. Okay. Um, I was very insulted by this. I bought. I've bought a bed from mattress firm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what do you think I'm about to say? I, I, I honestly, I'm not sure. <laughs> was it a scam? It's a fucking money laundering scheme, dude. The whole fucking business is a big Italian racket. I swear to God. And you know, you know the sort of basis for that one, right? Like, why is there so many fucking mattress uh, mattress firms all in a single? Why are there area? Yeah. And why do they get so much ad money? And you go in there, and there's nobody around. And you go and you buy a mattress, and everybody gets super excited. And they fuck you into some crazy weird credit card that you didn't ask for in order to pay off this one thing that's way too expensive. Yes. And then they bone you on everything. I mean, the whole thing is just seedy as a goddamn ace garden, my friend. I'm telling you. Yes. It's bad. Well, we should, uh, we should go ahead and become dangerous to ourselves and others. Uh, this is, uh, I, I did make a note here. Um, science denial changes into reality denial in version four because science is reality. Um, Uh uh-huh. Which, Uh you know, science is real. That's why it took us until the 1800s to wash our hands. Yeah. Yeah. Science is real. Science is real. Uh, but here is, uh, science denial. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, this is, (laughs) this is right around the time that she quotes, glue up and the reason i keep saying this term glue up uh i'm posting these pictures in the chats i, I hope they uh i hope they're coming through but she did a big tiktok uh debuting her her transition from the pdf into the full color version um and she was like oh i'm taking it down uh actually i should have done that one first but here's the here's the first image she's like i can't do it anymore and then she is freaking out because she had this graphic artist design this for her. And uh, here's here's science denying. Breaking down my conspiracy theory chart, part four. Now remember, we're moving up away from reality. So we already covered all the real things that happened, the things we have questions about, and the ones that definitely didn't happen but are like still kind of fun to think about. 
had such a good time. We talked about MKUltra and Avril Lavigne and UFOs. Anyways, welcome to Science Denial. Theories down here tend to be about one thing, a single person, a single event. But as you move upwards and now you cross this line, now we've entered monological thinking, where everything's connected. Fundamentally, it doesn't really matter which one of these we talk about because they're all about rejection of authority. If you don't believe in climate change, what you're really saying is you don't trust the scientists. It doesn't matter what the experts say about chemtrails if you don't trust the experts. If someone feels discontented, these ideologies provide them with a sense of community and someone to blame. Also, if they say that they have scientific proof, they don't because that's a math term and scientists don't use that word. Wasn't it the experts that were telling us that we should put sulfuric acid in, in the atmosphere to make it rain? I thought it was uh, <clears throat> uh, sulfur iodine. Silver what iodide. Was well, it's two different Sil- things. Silver iodide. Silver iodide. Two different Sorry. things. Sorry. Apologies. Yes. Silver iodide and sulfur. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. Sulfuric acid, technically. Mmm. Delicious. Mm-hmm. For any growing girl or boy. Uh, what did she just say about a math term? Oh, scientific proof. Uh, people that here, I can take that back for you real quick. And, uh, let's see what she says. Uh, here we go. Rewinding. It doesn't matter what the experts say about chemtrails. If you don't trust the experts, if someone feels discontented, these ideologies provide them with a sense of community and someone to blame. Also, if they say that they have scientific proof, they don't because that's a math term and scientists don't use that word. Ah, yes. Jesus. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Abby. Uh, <laughs> I know a lot of people like this this person. Mm. I have to say, does she live in Hollywood, by the way, or L.A., Netherlands, or does she live in New York? Yeah, but where's she from, though? Uh, that I don't remember if I could find. I just I know that she's an expat. She used to live in the states. I'm just not sure. This woman, there's no way this woman grew up in Europe. She had to have no, grown no, no, up no, no, in no. either L.A. or New York, uh, or maybe San Francisco. But I can I can hear it. I can hear it in the fucking timbre of her voice. <laughs> I can hear it. I know from the upswing from everything. She just smells like it, man. Mm. Uh, is I there- can fucking smell it on her. You can hear it. I, I do. I do really appreciate the fact that uh, essential oils, which she states, cures all diseases is not only a danger to yourself, but a danger to others. And you are denying reality. This by... is what I don't like. The danger to others thing. This is kind of like presumptuous, don't you think? Yes. Uh, if you like, if you believe in phantom time, you are dangerous to others. If you believe that there are RFID tracking devices and bras, you <laughs> are a danger to others. If you believe in soy boys. If you believe boys, in soy boys, <laughs> you're a danger to others. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, I believe in soy boys, okay? Oh, lordy. Well, see, here's... This is fucking strange. Just a weird perspective. Danger to yourself. Like, danger to who? Small businesses in Minneapolis? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> who's going around and actually doing shit to people? In what world are these conservatives going around and actually hurting people? Well, There's January only one 6th. thing. January 6th. January 6th. Two two things then. There's January 6th and there's Charlottesville. And these are literally the only things that people have to criticize the right for as far as actual public displays of violence. Because 
in comparison, the left has done much more, much, much, much more violent vandalism, assault, whatever you want to call it. They have, they have done so much more actual real harm to people in the last two years than any conservative possibly could. And this is, this is this projection that they, that the, the right is somehow a danger to other people. There's only one, I'm only stuck in my house because of one fucking like worldview. Okay. Right. I'm only fucking have to deal with all this San Francisco bullshit because of one particular worldview. And it ain't the conservative worldview. It's not the conservative worldview that's fucking my life up. It's not the conservative worldview that's dangerous to me and to everybody that I know. You know, it's real. This is real shit. They are actually awful. They are actually dangerous. They're actually harming people. People are actually dying. Yeah. Uh, and um, <laughs> yeah, it just, it disgusts me how, how backwards and unaware these people are. Now, do you remember way back when Spaz was on for that holler over yonder? We were talking about oh, yeah. the old growth forests. Mm-hmm. So the, mm-hmm. these were virgin woods that were never chopped down. So they got huge, massive trees. Ancient giant trees is a danger to yourself. If you believe in ancient giant trees, <laughs> you are denying reality. Which is so stupid. Yes. You can't question anything. Science is about questioning people. Well, questioning <laughs> things. We 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 left uh we left questions uh two categories ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh also, That's the problem is, is we have our own little uh section of the chart as is everybody else in the green room. They're looking at this chart and they're laughing just as much as we are. Uh, also, flat Earth was originally a danger to yourself in version one, the the handwritten version, but it was upgraded uh, into being wholly anti-Semitic in uh, two, three, and four. Um, Jesus, and the pandemic in general. That's great. Great. <sighs> is, well, let's see. I'm looking at something Turbo Faggot just pointed out. Ancient giant trees is from the no trees on flat Earth thing. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not really sure what's. Oh. Oh, you know what they're talking about? It's the silicon trees that uh, Curry right. brought up on Hog Story. And I love this theory. Yeah. Um, there are certain uh, structures, like what's the big rock structure in the middle of America somewhere? Uh, Devil's... Uh, Devil's Peak or Devil's Canyon or something. Yes. Um, and yeah, the idea being that back in the day, there were massive, super massive silicon-based uh, trees growing. And I guess the way that Curry phrased it was what? That they were harvested yeah, by something? Devil's Tower. Devil's Tower, yeah. So all these, there are a lot of massive formations. Yeah, it just looks like a giant, giant um, fossilized tree trunk. Well, I guess that makes Curry a danger to me. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Adam? You are dangerous to me. As soon as Booberry heard about this theory, he went out and started punching people on the street. He just went out and started fucking assaulting people. Yeah. Oh, God, the trees. Oh, God. And started punching people. Children, women, mothers. Danger. Danger, Will Robinson. Holy shit. Like, what in the fuck is, are these people operating on? I don't know. I don't get it. 
understand. I don't know. Um, but we should go ahead and just rip this Band-Aid off, and now we are in the anti-Semitic points of no return. Breaking down my conspiracy theory chart. Part. Part. Ah! I hate to say it, but we've reached the anti-Semitic point of no return. Conspiracies up here use dualistic thinking, where there is good and there is evil, and the evil people usually control the world. Whether it's evil people controlling the government so that they can hurt children, or evil people lied about history and the shape of the world. Sometimes the evil people are lizards, and sometimes they're aliens, but usually they're just Jewish. This just plays into old anti-Semitic ideas that Jews are evil and greedy. But why do people believe this? Well, if someone feels anxious or powerless, these conspiracies can actually be very comforting. The world is chaotic and unpredictable, and thinking about all that uncertainty is terrifying. Believing that all the problems in the world are caused by one group is actually psychologically comforting. The pandemic has made us all more aware of just how fragile and uncertain our world is, so more people are turning to conspiracies to try and process reality. So she doesn't mention it here, but uh, as we go through these clips more and more often, she'll reference two uh, specific things that all of these conspiracies in the anti-Semitic point of no return point to. One of them is blood libel, uh, which is a 12th century conspiracy that was started uh, by Christians, I believe, that the Jewish people were killing babies and drinking their blood. And the second one was the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, uh, which was, no. was started in Russia at the turn of the century, 19th or 20th century. Mm -hmm. From the Caucasus, yes. Mm. But, From uh, Khazar. And that, yeah. that's, uh, that's pretty much her whole argument, is that all of these conspiracies are just different versions of the Elders of Zion and blood libel. Uh, so... Why mm -hmm. you, when you were saying, you know, Wayfair, why is Wayfair anti-Semitic? It's because she believes that conspiracy theorists believe that only Jews, I guess, traffic children, even though the Catholic Church is on record for having stacks yeah. and stacks and stacks of fucking sexual assault yeah, no charges laid against them. And then, uh, you know, they reach that point of an actual point of no return where they can't be charged mm -hmm. for them anymore. Um, 700 in the state of Pennsylvania, I want to say, over the 60 years or whatever the hell it was. Right. Doesn't acknowledge that. Doesn't acknowledge the entire, um, the entire Catholic Church, you know, insinuation. She, she is, she's, for her, this whole last bit was just projection. I mean, everything that this lady is saying that the other side is, she is. She says the other side is two-sided. There's there's only two sides. There's the good side and the bad side. And for her, that's true. For her, there's the pandemic people and there's people who question the pandemic. And that's it. There's no nuance. There's no there's nothing else other than that. And if you aren't 100% on board the pandemic narrative, then you are evil. And that is the exact thing that she is that she's criticizing. The whole thing, the whole thing she said was just utter projection. Well, I'm, um, I'm, it was very, very strange. Like everything she said, she's she's subject to. I will say that it is no longer anti-Semitic to believe that celebrities moisturize with child foreskin. It was a was a problematic belief for versions one, two, and three, but for version four, you're scot free. Believe it all you want, and you won't hate Jewish people. <laughs> very bizarre and and she doesn't even like go out of her way to bring in a fresh 
take. Like, if you click on the George Soros thing, for example. Right. You click on George Soros, it takes you to a Forbes article. It's written by a guy named Seth Cohen. Seth Cohen is Jewish. So it, you, you've you got this Jewish comedian who's who's claiming anti-Semitism, right? Oh, and is right. Saying, so that movie that he did? The, the... Well, just... What, what do you mean? I thought that was one of the issues that he was having with the... Um... That Santa Incorporated, uh, people were hating. No, no, no. Well, not Seth Rogen. Seth Rohan. Oh. It's bad. it's a guy who has almost the exact same name, but except for one letter difference. My bad. I misheard you. So just so you know. So everybody knows. So it's Seth Rohan, R-O-H-E-N. This is a writer for, for Forbes. If you go to the website and you and you click on the George Soros debunk thing or whatever, it, that's that's the thing that she lists. Right as her debunking of of the George Soros conspiracy, quote unquote. She, a Jewish comedian, is defending a man who she claims is Jewish, with an article written by a Jewish man, <laughs> written for the For written for Forbes magazine. Everybody involved in her world, everybody involved in this entire transaction of trying to dissuade people from thinking that George Soros is an awful person. It's a hundred percent Jewish. There's no minority. There's no majority. There's only totality. Everybody involved in this equation is Jewish. So if you are claiming anti-Semitism, and you are a Jewish person who wants to prove that this conspiracy theory is actually rooted in bigotry, it's actually rooted in a in a simple, uh, blunt, stupid blind hostility that is completely rooted out of bigotry. Why wouldn't you introduce another voice to the conversation? Why would you only introduce Jewish voices throughout the entire argument in order to prove that Jewish people are indeed victimized, which is really her ultimate point is that Jewish people are, are not privileged. They are victimized they are beaten at every corner and they, you know, they don't get a fair cop at it. And meanwhile, she, the one who we're talking about, is criticizing a billionaire who is considered ethnically Jewish, although he isn't, he isn't a practicing person. He, he's, he sold out his own people at the concentration camps. I mean, for Christ's sake, if you actually learn about this man and know about his life and all the awful things he's done. And then you present the only evidence you present is written by, again, a Jewish person. I don't understand what it is they're trying, what she is trying to put through, what she is trying to prove by doing this. It just, it seems half-hearted all the way through, completely half-baked, um, and, and simplified. Well, I'm, there were some points that, uh, I thought it was kind of uh uh what's the word I'm looking for um you know the fact that you know she does sound like a conspiracy theorist because everything is this one thing and the whole narrative is shaped to fit this one thing and uh the cartoon channel on YouTube Freedom Tunes actually did a video about this that's where I've pulled a couple of these clips like uh <laughs> sorry I lost my place on my list but uh Ah, like this gem here. Ancient giant trees. Uh, I don't know what that is, but I like to live dangerously, so I believe it now. 
But uh, he he brings up a point that she sounds like a conspiracy theorist. Abby is a mis and disinformation researcher with focus on TikTok and conspiracy theories. Look, I trust it. She's got TikTok right there in her credentials. Things that actually happened. We have questions. Unequivocally false, but mostly harmless. Dangerous to yourself and others. World ruled by supreme shadow elite promotes hatred and violence towards marginalized groups. Does this not, does this chart not feel like something a conspiracy theorist made? Believing the moon landing was fake? Thinking there's a trans agenda? Or cultural Marxism? It's all connected to believing in pizza gates and Jewish space lasers and denying the Holocaust, man. Like, you gotta look at it. You gotta look at the whole picture. Look how it connects. People who tell you there's a deep state, they're tenuously associated to people who believe in Jewish space lasers, man. And it's also they can convince you that the world's ruled by supreme shadow elite and promote violence and hatred towards Marginalized groups. Can't you see it? Open your eyes, man. Yeah. So this is the exact like just like simplified like straw man bullshit. They just want they look at the very basic skim milk top of the fucking barrel and they dig no deeper. Yeah. Zero deeper. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And Literally I like that. Like- and yeah, with her, she can't be left enough because she even delved into the subject at all. Now she's on other people's lists, right? Oh man, we haven't even touched how fucking far past left she ha- she is. Uh, <laughs> that was dirty. Yeah, dude. Um, do we? But shall we? Should we call an intermission real quick? And uh... I at least want to get through. Okay, so do you have any interest in hearing what she has to say about the 2021 updates to the conspiracy uh, chart? I do, but is it already we do an intermission real quick? I'm sorry. I just, I have to insist. I have to insist on the intermission. Yes, that is not a problem. We, but we will pick up though. I want to hear everything. I want to hear all about it. Okay. Sounds good. I like it. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) So Lavish brings us our intermission for this week. Uh, Is there anything that you would like to, to speak on before we pop this tape in? Yeah, uh, I like turtles. I like turtles. I like it. I like it a lot. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, the fool. <laughs> uh, we're looking at 11 minutes. That's right.
jugando damas no ajedrez no 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 hombre si mueves esa ficha y me la como no no te la puedes comer aunque sí
Welcome back to second second half of show for episode 76 of Behind the Schemes. It is indeed December 20th, 2021. That's right. It's episode 76, Crossing the River Sticks. And uh, we are indeed missing Quirkcast tonight. Quirkcast is out um, just on a little uh, thing. So she will be back, I believe, next week. But we miss her very much. And we, uh, <clears throat> all of us here. All of us at the green room wish her well and wish her a quick uh, recovery. Indeed. For her health stuff. Um, and we are coming up on the solstice. Servo is right. We're about, what would it be, about two days out, one day out from the solstice? Ah, uh, yes, this is true. Let's see. Let's see. Solstice 2021 is going to be tomorrow. Look at at 7.58 a.m. my time, Pacific time. Damn, we should do a stream all through the night. <laughs> <laughs> all the way to the solstice. That's right. Nice. Uh, well, how about uh, how about uh, Scream Mail here, and then we'll get back into these, <laughs> these fucking clips. <laughs> these fucking clips. Yeah, let's do it. Um. Hmm. Strange. Hmm. Strange. Strange. I might have to investigate something on my end to see what happened here, because there was definitely a transcription. Well, while you do that, I'll just remind everybody, value for value, it's uh, December 20th, 2021. Merry Christmas to everybody. You are currently listening to Behind the Schemes. Which is live every Monday night, Monday's night at 7.30 Pacific, 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern. Hosted by Booberry, Sir Booberry, the Black Knight of the Mothman of the Miniocalypse. And myself, lavish, simple, simple, humble, lavish. Could be LaGrange. Could be. Could be LaVash. Could be LaVash. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, oh. Hmm. Yeah. That was the Google Drive trying to work there. Yeah. I'll have to, uh I'll I'll get this back up and running uh as we go throughout the show. We'll come back to the screen mails. Sorry about that, um y'all. But uh that mm. number six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. Call it up scream. <laughs> Maybe you got some thoughts about uh about uh our topic for tonight. Yeah. Let Any us- input is more than welcome. Any any input is better than what we've been getting so far. Six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. I'm gonna just do it one more time. Six one two. Six one two. That's the first three letters. Or numbers, sorry. Not letters, numbers. Six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. Yes, indeed. Um so hot. So hot. Hmm. I want to hear from Turbo. Turbo, I'm calling you out. <laughs> calling you out, son. The person you that out. I would recommend is to listen to Lavish on the- <laughs> Turbo's a great fucking producer. He's uh, giving us some great art. And so because of that, unfortunately, 
I'm going to pick on him and call him out or her or whoever, whoever you may be. I'm not, I'm not going to judge. Well, uh, this might be in only the left channel. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, if you think people are going to leave you a three to five second voice, you're out of your freaking mind. <laughs> right on the five second. Uh, out of a freaking mind. Out of your freaking mind, Carla. Jeez. Jeez. He's, he's right, though. Well, what is this? What sort of what sort of fucking clown show? <laughs> clown show, this fucking circus. We're a couple of clowns short of the circus, if you know what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> God. A <laughs> couple of crayons short of the box, you know what I mean? Hey, yo. Oh, Lordy. All right, so we're coming back to Abby Richards. She is the creator of the Conspiracy Chart. You can find her on... Um, TikTok, if you mess around with such things as Tofology, T-O-F-O-G, uh, shit, how do you spell it? T-O-F-O-L-O-G-Y. Um, F. T-O-F-O-L-O-G. L-O-L-O-L-O-L. <laughs> uh, I just, I didn't get a chance to, to bring this up in the f- first second half of show but uh she also has an instagram that i pulled some of her crack detective work uh and it's featured about halfway through i took some screenshots uh in Mm. our show notes and if you look down um i've uh i appropriately labeled it as a uh as a crack detective um Mm -hmm. she is very Mm. much in the anti-joe rogan camp and you know i can of course i I like I like Joe. You know, he was he was there for a lot of the beginning. Good and stuff. evil. Good and evil. But um, one of them is the drowning person getting receiving a high five. So the vac- unvaccinated people are uh, drowning, and Joe Rogan reaches out, giving advice, and gives them a high five in the form of try horse medicine as the unvaccinated person drowns. Mm. You like pace? I'm a paced fan. Oh, dude, the next one, uh, it's a babe. Hey, wake up. Joe Rogan got COVID and self-medicated with horse paste. Here's uh, Elmo with the <laughs> pile of cocaine versus the pile of fruits. Uh, Joe Rogan is Elmo. Preventative vaccine is the fruit or horse dewormer, antibody treatment, uh, plus antibiotic, plus a steroid uh, as the pile of cocaine. So You get a clip for that? Can I get a clip on that? As no clip? As far as Elmo doing rails of coke, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Joe Rogan, that's what I want. And eating elk, you know, yeah. right off the grill. God, <laughs> when is that uh, Sesame Street? Oh, is that what it is, Sesame Street? When is that Sesame Street uh, appearance going to happen? Wait, I does, want that. Does this make her a reality denier? Because she's quoting uh, in one of these no. the. Uh, no. Rolling Stone. What was it that the Rolling Stone just had to pull a story on? Oh, it wasn't horse paste. It was something to do with um, people in a hospital. It was some fake news that they got caught on. Uh, overreporting hospitalizations. Ah, yes. Yes. Is that the re- reality denying or is that mostly harmless? I can't remember. I would say that's actually pretty harmful, if you ask me. Oh, but it's spreading not- lies about our healthcare system—it sounds borderline terrorism, actually. If you ask me. Mm. Um. Speaking of borderline terrorist, I forgot to mention that she has also written for uh, <laughs> Media Matters for America. <laughs> oh God! Everybody's favorite. 
And she also, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of, uh, TikTok related news stories. Um, of course. One of them was, uh, uh, TikTok algorithms lead young boys from transphobic content straight into the, the far right fascist rabbit hole and, and things of that nature. Um, leads them into some kind of hole, that's for sure. Yes. Actually, that reminds me, Freedom Tunes had another <laughs> really funny uh, point that they, they brought up, uh, specifically about living in a simulation. Watergate? What about, uh, what about Russiagate? Why isn't Russiagate there? We have questions. Sorry, so this is like things that we can't prove, but, uh, you know, we have real questions about like JFK being assassinated, Epstein not killing himself. The technology to Area 51. We living in a simulation. Apparently, Abby Richards, who's going to tell me about how harmful conspiracy theories are, uh, has questions about whether we are living in the Matrix. You may think we live in a simulation, and that's okay. But if you think that simulation is flat, you hate Jews. I don't make the rules. <laughs> yeah, me neither, dude. Yeah. The simulation one I thought was funny. I would like to give her credit for uh, actually um, listing a couple of conspiracies as viable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on her uh, on her list. Could you could you give me the uh, the list one more time? Because I, apparently I misplaced. Oh, I've got uh, that's not very good. Here we go. So I, I've got it up now. Um, she listed. Where is it? We have questions. Uh, simulation. We live in a simulation. That is a very interesting thing, I think, for her to put as a viable conspiracy. Wouldn't you? Yes, very much so. Uh, so much so, I mean, because a lot of on the same to- level with Iran Contra, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I just want to. I and, just want and and Epstein didn't kill himself. Well, so in version four, we had Charles Manson was a CIA asset show up. Uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy Hoffa's disappearance showed up, uh, mm-hmm. and we live in a simulation. We're all uh, only featured in the 2021 updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've got the full list. I only have the most modern list. Oh, Booberry has made has gone through the trouble to actually have all of the lists and what they do or do not include. Uh, if you want that PDF, if you scroll uh, past the uh, the four pictures of the charts in the show notes, lavish. There's a PDF link there. Uh, you can thank you, sir. Yeah, um, you, you sent it to me in the past. It's it's really awesome. It was like you sent me this thing, and I I was very uh, impressed with uh, <laughs> Most, for, for a man who admittedly doesn't do a lot of spreadsheet shit. Yeah, like, man, that, you did it, man. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna t- go ahead and get into her thoughts about the 2021 updates. Um, a lot of it's gonna be repeat information, so we're not necessarily going to uh, learn anything new. But what I would like to highlight is the doubling of down and how assured um, she has become as a TikTok disinformation researcher. So. Here's the 2021 update. And celebrity. Yes. Yes, mild celebrity status. I mean, it's not often that you get compared to looking like Lena Dunham, you know? No, it isn't. I've never been compared to Lena Dunham, actually. So <laughs> she's got that over me, that's for sure. I don't know if you have. No, no, no. Um, you know, God willing, someday. Yeah. I mean, 
no, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. All right. So here's our intro. Okay. So like a year ago, I drew an upside down triangle and it broke the internet. Basically, I sorted conspiracy theories from very real to very fake and dangerous. Not true. It started as based and unbased. Based and unbased. So she has that sensibility to her. Yes. She knows the nomenclature, as they say. (laughs) Well, (laughs) uh, you know, if it She is smart. I mean, we're not going to say that she's... I'm not going to sit here and say she's dumb. She's not dumb. She's just tuned into a different frequency. Doesn't that make her a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> yes, it does. All right, here's our intro. Let's start over. Theories from very real to very fake and dangerous. It looked like this. But it's been a year, and a lot's gone down. There was an attempted coup. People poisoned themselves with horse base. And for some reason, some people still think that the Earth is flat. But on the bright side, Brittany is free now. So I've updated the conspiracy chart, and we're going to do a whole ass series on it. Look, the holidays are coming up, and you might have to see family who believe in reptilian-human hybrids, or that children are being trafficked in secret tunnels under Disney World. It's important to understand that those aren't just fun theories. They promote hatred and cause real-world harm, and it might be time to talk to your family about them. I'll help. I'll provide resources. I'm going to do a video for each section of the chart, but basically it moves from grounded in reality up to detached from reality. The conspiracies at the bottom are things that... You can hear how proud she is of herself. Did you... Well, she is proud. I would be if I were her. I mean, this thing totally did blow up. Well, um, I, don't, I don't know. But I, would. it, I wouldn't be proud of it. Like, like <laughs> at the top, and just as they say in the chat, deep state is part of the most extreme conspiracy section of this triangle. So yes, I mean, to, to, to doubt that there is a deep state to doubt that there is like an unelected sort of, uh, you know, complacent structure within both luck local and federal government to deny that honestly is just kind of naive and like (laughs) uninformed. And for her to put that up in this high category is not good. It's not good. It doesn't reflect well on her. (laughs) doesn't reflect well yes you and know. uh anthony fauci is uh nothing near what the deep state would look like if it ever had a face oh yeah never you know unelected sure. officials highest paid and all that uh but Even i dig- bill gates well you know see you can't go around throwing that name around lavish because if you would consult the charts Bill Gates shows up in the anti-Semitic, uh, <laughs> anti-Semitic Bill Gates, point of no who's return. descended from Protestant English, total wasp. My man, Bill Gates is a wasp through and through. And, uh, I mean, unless there's like some, some, you know, they caught an interception at some point, but we went over his uh, family history. I, I don't forget exactly which episode it was at this current moment, but. Within the last like ten twenty episodes, I think we covered it. Mm-hmm. His his um, his lineage going back at least to the sixteen thirties, and his family has always been interested in very intense, very very. Um, I, I don't know what you would call it. Even I don't know how to describe it, but just the the Protestant way. I'm talking about Cromwell. I'm talking about strict. These people have an idea of how the world should work. Right. And they try to propagate that ideal in every way, shape, and form they possibly can. 
And um, th- this is the foundation of his family. Okay. And, and I should say that it's interesting that Bill Gates started out uh, as an anti-Semitic, uh, specifically microchipping. It was Bill Gates microchipping in version three, mm. 2020. Um, but in version four, it was changed to Bill Gates depopulation and in the dangerous to yourself and others, the reality denying ca- uh, category. The fact that vaccines have microchips um, has now become dangerous to yourselves and others, but is no longer anti-Semitic. Huh. Bizarre. Which I find interesting. So Bill Gates stopped microchipping people, sort of, but his popula- depopulation agenda is anti-Semitic. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, All right. And Pizzagate. Why is Pizzagate <laughs> anti-Semitic? Why in because the, love of the of God? Because of the blood libel, because the idea that these elites who are typically painted as Jewish, according to Abby Richards, are trafficking children and drinking their adrenochrome. Um, actually, you know what? We can uh, we'll, we'll come back to these other clips. This is this is the myth and how it, it sounds about right. Hi, welcome to QAnon 101, the class where neither of us want to be here, but it looks like they might start a political party, so here we are. QAnon isn't really one conspiracy theory, it's more like a big tent that engulfs every other conspiracy theory that it finds. COVID denial, anti-vax, those are QAnon now. But they have one central baseless myth. Uh, You may have heard of it. Now might be a good time for a deep breath. So there's this evil cabal that's made up of Democrats, celebrities, and billionaires, and they're secretly controlling the world, and they have been for years. They love Satan, huge fans, also pedophilia. So, in addition to controlling every government in all of history, they're running a massive child trafficking ring so that they can harvest the life-extending chemical from the children and then control the world forever. That's the main myth. Other beliefs and communities get, like, slurped up along the way. Because when your central belief is this that everything you've ever been told is a lie, you can mm-hmm. basically just start throwing more things on top. So QAnon is like the flame, all the other conspiracies are like the wood, and our sense of reality is on fire. On fire. Jesus. <laughs> that is very Satan-y. So. You know, I get the sense that this girl looks at the world like it's a big club. <laughs> is she part of the club? Yeah. Yeah. And she's part of the club. And she thinks that she isn't. And she's like a, a down and out, like underprivileged individual. But she's totally running the show. And uh, she just seems like somebody who... I don't know. Is caught in maybe some sort of mid-tier hell. Yes. Also, that I'm, they can't push through. I'm a little offended that she didn't use the the moth to the flame analogy. Um, as Servo mm-hmm. points out, she used a strange. It's like fire being drawn to wood. <laughs> so moth to the flame, but uh, I digress. Like, as heat imbibes the wood. Yeah, right. and and I respect that she hasn't brought up Hitler yet. <laughs> So let's uh let's get through these updates to the 2021 because I definitely got the actual bonus clips where she gets into some of these topics a little more specifically. Um, here's the here's the last half of that first clip. Reality. The conspiracies at the bottom are things that actually happened, like Watergate or the Tuskegee experiment. Then we pass the speculation line and enter the we have questions category. These things are sus. What's good with UFOs? Do we live in a simulation? We don't know. 
Once we leave reality, we hit the unequivocally false but mostly harmless section. Was Avril Lavigne replaced by a woman named Melissa? No, and she'd probably like for you to stop saying that. Is Stevie Wonder faking his blindness? Of course not. Stop making people prove their disabilities to you. It's weird. Once we pass reality, do not. But Abby, oh, virtue signal. You're doing that to us right signal. now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the projection. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Stop trying to be superior to people based on some bullshit. Yeah, I know. It's fun. All right. Let's uh, let's get through. Uh, do you want to hear any more about the 2021 uh, chart? Uh, do we have kind of an idea where she's coming from? Um, we got them all. So I can we can either go as fast or as slow as you want. Uh, I mean, what, whatever. Uh, I think it's all pretty juicy so far. So whatever you got. All right. All right. All right. Uh, this is the continual update to the 2021 things that actually happened. There's a huge difference between conspiracies and conspiracy theories. We're breaking down my conspiracy chart, and today we're talking about real conspiracies that actually happened and what makes them different from conspiracy theories. Oh, and super quick, this is just a framework for thinking about conspiracies. If you disagree with my placement of certain things, like, that's fine. I'm not a source of definitive truth. It's just an infographic. Conspiracies are when two or more people plan to do something (laughs) harmful or illegal, and this happens. Like, no one is denying that. People in power abuse their power. Giant industries have lied to the public. Governments have unethically experimented on people. Governments have also spied on, like, a lot of people. Like Trump. For 15 years, the FBI illegally targeted political organizations that they deemed subversive. So civil rights leaders, black activists, Native American activists, feminists, environmentalists, it's a very long list. So she only focuses on minorities. Yes. (laughs) She acknowledges that, that intelligence agencies are corrupt and that they play dirty, but she only acknowledges her own people. She only acknowledges women, minorities, people she acknowledge, people she relates to. And, um, just from, and I'm saying this from life experience, a lot of Jewish people that I know and I'm friends with, they, they relate to brown and black people because they feel like a, min, a minority themselves. They don't feel like white people in the sense that like, you have a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant type or a German type or an Irish type. They don't, they don't relate to that um, at all. And so they, they choose to be in their own category and it's a weird, like gray line. And so they, they will acknowledge that. Yeah. They'll spy on Martin Luther King. They'll spy on women. They'll spy on, you know, Latino revolutionaries, but they they don't spy on everybody, which is what they do. They spy on everybody. And it's not, I think, I think it all boils down to class, you know? Yes. I think it just boils down to like people get caught up in colors and kind of shallow shit. And really at the end of the day, it's all about class. And, um, people don't understand that, that we all have a lot in common. We yes. all have more in common than than we think. It's it's people in the club and people not in the club, and that's yeah. I hate to be the ones to sit here and other the, I guess the the whatever you want to call them, but I am guilty right there in that moment of othering, which is what mm-hmm. Abby is doing. But we have the grace to say that it's not it's not just one; it's all of us. Mm-hmm. And it's individuals. It's not just black and white. 
it's it's very complicated. It's very nuanced. And at the end of the day, I mean, around here, it's all about basically just being a good person and 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 being amicable yes. and being somewhat intelligent and uh, and efficient at something. Like that's that's the bottom line. And that in and of itself, I mean, that's been lost. Like. Um, I, I don't want to riff off. Sorry. I don't want to drag on. Yeah, I know that you got some clips coming up. So, no. all right. We'll uh, do it. get back into uh, <laughs> the ones that actually happened. Operation Paperclip was a secret U.S. intelligence program that brought former Nazi scientists to the U.S. after World War II. Why is that not anti Semitic? <laughs> I don't know why. Why is that not? It's involved in World War II. If you're going to put World War II as the ultimate stage for anti-Semitism, then why wouldn't you include that? Ugh, Jesus. Why wouldn't it's you acknowledge it? Literal Nazis. Fucking... So many of those guys were Jewish. So many of those scientists were Jewish. Uh, the Jewish people are a talented, talented people. They they have a lot of scientists and doctors and, and, and all kinds of people. I mean, it's... That's the numbers, man. You got to go by the numbers, you know. Mm. They they fucking crush it, and so <laughs> Germany had their own thing. They killed a lot of them, but but they also used a lot of them. And and when they were done, we used them. And it's just it's a sickening, sad element to the world, you know. It's yeah. just this is outside the matrix. This is how it works. All right. The Naira anyway. testimony was a completely false testimony that was given to the U.S. Congressional Human Rights Caucus and used to help justify the Gulf War. When we see real conspiracies, they have a limited number of people involved and they have a specific goal. All of these conspiracies were done by humans with normal human technology that we know about. They're different than conspiracy theories, which often center some huge supernaturally powerful group. These aren't the acts of supernatural gods. They're the acts of humans being self-interested assholes. Part of what makes big scary conspiracy theories like the deep state so dangerous is that they're paralyzing. You can't tax lizard people. You can't vote the Illuminati out of office. All you can do is go deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole and participate less and less in political reality. No one is saying trust all people in power. That would be terrible advice. You should absolutely question authority, but do it with some understanding of how authority actually abuses power. I mean, I that's think fair. I, I, and I do, I do typically agree with that. Um, I, I definitely don't agree that, uh, a conspiracy theory involves too many people. I mean, fucking Amazon somehow still manages to function as a, as an organization day in and day out with 500,000 people employed. How does that work? How do any of these huge corporate conglomerates make it happen every single fucking day? Uh, is, is it because they conspire to get the job done? Like, what is it? I, I just, I, it's one of those arguments that just drives me up the fucking wall. There's way too many people involved. I mean, compartmental, compartment. Oh God, I'm so fucking frustrated. I can't even say the word, but compartmentalization. Yes. Uh, it it just it it doesn't make sense. It's it's counterintuitive. Um, but shame on me for trying to uh, to ask any questions, which is technically not a bad thing. But if you ask too many questions or you get too deep into the questions, then it becomes problematic. 
Why do conspiracy theorists always say that they're just asking questions? Welcome back, we're breaking down my conspiracy chart and today we're gonna be talking about asking questions. Asking questions is great. It's essentially like the fundamental core of science. We ask questions about the world and then we do our best to answer them. Questioning systems of power and people in power is also very important, and that's what can make telling like dangerous conspiracy theories apart from genuine instances of power abuse so tricky. Here's how I tell the difference when someone is asking questions. I ask myself if they would accept an answer. Like if I put together an entire document of academic sources thoroughly answering the question, would they accept that answer? Do you think, Lavish, that she would accept a, a whole stack of... <laughs> I don't know, ivermectin studies or something? Uh, currently now, no. But <laughs> she seems like she's almost, I mean, maybe I'm being optimistic here. She seems like she's at a precipice. It seems like she's actually about to. What happens is, for most people, when they get into this stuff for real, and I'm talking about intelligent people, who try to peek behind the curtain, the way that most of them actually get involved in this kind of mindset is something happens to them personally. Something happens to them in their life that really affects them, that really actually fucking fucks with their shit. And um, people who have the fortitude and have the, have the fucking, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but people who recognize what it is that is fucking them, they will they will crack into something. It won't ho it won't happen overnight. It'll it'll lead from one thing to another thing to another thing. You'll get into the moon landings and then you'll go back and then you'll go forward and then you know, it's just it's a ping pong kind of journey to where we're at right now. <laughs> what was that last one you just said there? Moon landing? Moon landing. Fake. Moon landing. Fake. <laughs> lasers. Jewish space lasers, you guys. Sandy Hook fake. First of all, I'm insulted that she didn't include the Jewish Israeli moon bases, which is way cooler than the space lasers. Well. And way more credible. There was. There was a moon base reference. It was the Nazis on the moon. Uh, yep. Whatever. She doesn't even pick the real stuff. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying she's an idiot. She actually, the more I listen to her, the more I like her. She obviously like has a system. And I feel like if we ever went to a bar, we'd actually have a great conversation, but she, she's definitely operating on a different frequency, mm, but yeah. she's very close. She's very close. Well, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling it yet. I'm not feeling it yet. Maybe, maybe by the end of this episode, I'll come around. Um, all right, all right, fair enough. I just, I she strikes me as one of those people that feels like she's part of the solution. <laughs> the final one. <laughs> well, well, I see. That's where I get confused because George Bush and Kissinger and Obama and Biden believe all this shit, but yet I've seen videos of her. Uh, who was it? Was fucking George H. W. She was like, oh, well, George H.W., he was pushing for, you know, climate change as a non-bipartisan issue that we all needed to tackle. And I was like, but he's talking about the New World Order. So are you saying mm -hmm. that, you know, you're in support of, of, of this anti-Semitic literal spawn of Satan, the devil himself, George Sr.? Ugh. 
Ugh. Hmm. All right. Ugh. More asking Ugh. questions. Or would they just ignore it and then ask another question? In the scientific method, we ask questions for the purpose of seeking new information. Our goal is to learn, but sometimes people use questions to do the opposite. Not to collect information, but to intentionally confuse and distract and derail the entire conversation. In general, we ask questions so that we can collect more information and then take that information and build it into an understanding of the world, like building a house with bricks. But sometimes people ask questions not so that they can contribute to our house, but so that they can pull bricks out and collapse it. In the We Have Questions section of my chart, we can make space for accepting that we don't know everything. Actually, we know, like, very little. 95% of the universe is made up of stuff we don't understand. This category is huge, and I'm sure everyone could easily come up with, like, a thousand more examples of things we have questions about. I want to pause there for a second, just a, a, a quick thing that I noticed. Um, she's talking about how uh, conspiracy theorists will ask questions in, a, in such a way where they're trying to pull the bricks out from your house, correct? We just heard mm -hmm. that. Isn't that... Mm -hmm me trying to harm someone else isn't that make me dangerous to others so why is not why is asking question questions not a danger to yourself and others why is asking questions something separate from that rules for thee but not for me oh okay okay i just wanted to make sure we know yeah. ufos exist we just can't explain all of them Area 51 is a mysterious military training compound next to a nuclear test site. Like, it doesn't even need aliens to be something that we have questions about. The U.S. military is, like, a really good place to direct your questions at, just, like, considering their history of being really lovely. Asking questions is wonderful, and part of asking questions is accepting the answers, or accepting that there are things we don't know yet. So there are sometimes things we might never know. But if you're asking questions and then refusing to accept or even consider concrete evidence, then you're not really asking questions at all. You're just promoting doubt. I'm, I think, yes, I think she's the type to promote doubt. As, uh, as, uh, someone has said so wisely in the chat, wash your Lido. Is that what it is? She's advocating against exploration. These people advocate against asking questions, even though they say that they do. What they're saying is that th there are other people that are more qualified than me that are asking questions. And these are the answers that I've gotten. And I'm just down here at the bottom of the chain getting the data as it comes out, according to the professionals. Yes. <laughs> and this is assuming that these professionals aren't corrupted. And this is assuming that the entire system isn't completely gamed to be part of this weird fucking freak show that it is right now. I mean... <laughs> if, if this has really done anything for the critical mind, it's exposed the health system and the the oil system and the and the systems that control all this stuff as um, real dicks. And, see, and we all fucking you know we're all pissed at them. You're in the clear about the oil because the uh, big oil pushing climate disinfo was allowed as a thing that actually happened in the 2021 version. So you're okay with that one. Um, as far as big farm is concerned, it gets a little, you know, like I don't necessarily see anything specifically pharmaceutical related. We do have the ivermectin, of course, the vaccines, uh, soy boys, if we wanted to take it in that route. Um, so it, it gets a little bit of a gray area for you there. Just wanted, mm -hmm. just wanted to let you know, um, man, I, there was a point where I had to just 
parked my fader halfway down the board because there were so many instances where I ran into stupid shit like this. Because <laughs> she was, that's her reaction to a uh, QAnon Trump meme, like one of the ones where he's rolling up the sleeve, getting ready to drain the swamp, you know? <laughs> Lowest fucking hanging fruit, man. Oh, Imagine yeah. if you and I just went to like all the dumbest shit all day. Imagine if I just uh, imagine if this show was only us reacting to her Instagram posts. <laughs> yeah. If we only acknowledged 15-year-old TikTok stars and we're just like, here's why you're wrong, bro. Yeah. And that was your whole fucking platform. If only. <laughs> yeah. One day. One day uh what was what, what did they say in the no agenda? Exit strategy. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. yes. Abby. Yeah. Abby, we have questions. Uh, so so many questions. Now we're, we're gonna hit uh, we're gonna hit a fun section. Uh, this is what I call the bonus round before we get into a podcast that she was a guest on. Um, we don't really have time to hit all of these, so uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna read two out to you, and you pick the one that sounds more enticing to you, and we'll just work our way down the list. All right? Does that sound okay. good? Okay. All right, so for our first uh, two bonus clips, we have Antarctica and Nazi shit, or Circular Economics is Sexy. I'm going to go with the unexpected pick and go with Circular Sexy. Mm. It's Circularity Week, and I've partnered with Thousandfeld, the sneaker company that's like pioneering circular fashion, to teach you guys about linear and circular economies, which sounds boring, but like I promise it's super sexy, just trust me. So in a linear economy, you take raw materials, you make those raw materials into a thing, like, I don't know, a fidget spinner, the consumer uses it, and then it's thrown out. The linear economy is how we've traditionally produced, and turns out it's not great for the planet. Who knew? Well, a lot of people, but that's a different video. But there's another option. In a circular economy, you design products to minimize the resources you use and the waste that you create. So when something's used, it isn't thrown out. It gets broken down into its original materials, which are then reintroduced into the supply chain. It's a closed loop. It, those are sexy. I have a loose definition of sexy. Um, I will say that technically Soylent Green is a closed circular system. Yeah, very self-contained. <laughs> Soylent is sexy. <laughs> mm, thank you, Abby. Thank you. Oh, lordy. Man. All right. So uh, we've got the difference between miss and dis. Or the Joe Rogan experience smackdown. Let's go with Joe Blow. All right. But if you're like 21 years old and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. Yeah. Are you healthy? Are you a healthy person? Look, I'm not here to bash on Joe Rogan. I'm busy. But since his podcast is hosted exclusively by Spotify, I thought I'd make some like Joe Rogan inspired Spotify playlists. Um, like uh, morning misinformation. Just start your day out with zero facts. For something more relaxing, you can also try conspiracy theories in the background. And if you're angry and you just want to rage at the world, I recommend Alt-Right Guests. <laughs> Alright Guests. Uh here's a here's a bonus one I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out for everyone just because it's short. Repeat after me. Giant conspiracies, giant conspiracies are mathematically impossible. 
are mathematically impossible to keep secret. To keep secret. Giant conspiracies are mathematically impossible to keep secret. The world is run by a giant cabal of Democrats who eat babies and leave hints about it all over social media. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and I did actually pull. Yeah. I did pull a special one here. I'm going to throw out. This one goes out to our boys, Sir Sir Seat Sitter of the show, Abs in a Six Pack, and Sir Abby Sir Sir really, really, really fucking hates golf. Society has evolved past the need for golf, a poem. Six centuries ago, the Scottish got bored and created a game only the rich could afford. It spread with the British across all the land because colonization tastes better with a club in your hand. Then it invaded the U.S. where the middle class grew and the economy was booming post-World War II. Before, golf had just been a game for elite, but now the white middle class could feel rich. What a treat! So they knocked down the forest and planted more grass. That land is now private, don't you dare trespass. They waste all our water, they waste all our space so that they can hit their small balls all over the place. It's a sport, they insist, reciting their scripts, but there's no sport you can play with a cigarette on your lips. That land could be housing a park or a farm or literally anything that causes less harm. Listen, if you're a golfer, young old, all the same, it's time to retire from your giant board game. I will say I have played so much pool with a cigarette on my lips. So much fucking pool while smoking and and you play better yeah because <laughs> i yeah. guess you gotta squint with all the smoke getting up into my eye <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, and you're like oh I, I can see it you can see the the cue right through that smoke you can nail it every oh, time all right um so we've got uh we're back to our bonus rounds here uh <laughs> oh man keep trying to red pill yourself or it's called shit all over rain, but I should explain. She's talking to Rain Wilson, the actor in this oh, video. Oh, fuck that. Keep, keep red pilling yourself. Keep red pilling yourself? All right. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing about conspiracy theorists is that they're so bad at interpersonal recruitment. Like, at least the Mormons dress up and act friendly, but conspiracy theorists, like, you'd think if they really believe that their theory is important, they would try and communicate it in an approachable way but that's not what this is about they like feeling like they know something that we don't like they're in on something and they're addicted to that feeling of superiority that's why they keep trying to red pill themselves with new conspiracies someone get this woman a tea stat stat how come all of her shit is backed up by the lamest music ever well, i don't know because tiktok writes i guess um, all right, so now we've got, uh, we've got the really real Vax misinfo on TikTok, or you stupid dog, and this is our last two for the bonus round. You stupid dog. You stupid fucking dog, you. If someone you love doesn't want stupid to get the COVID vaccine and you want to dog. talk to them about it. All right, well, I'm going to take this back. <laughs> if someone you love doesn't want to get the COVID vaccine and you want to talk to them about it, this is how I do it in three steps. This is Stan. He's vaccine hesitant. And I know it can sometimes be difficult to have empathy in these situations, especially for, for Stan. A dog. He's a bad dog. But it's important to remember that while you might be fully vaccinated and well-informed, not everybody has access to the same resources as you. Step one, pinpoint. This dog. There are a lot of reasons why somebody might not want the vaccine. So there are a lot of people that are like my dog. Concerns about the vaccine. Step two, acknowledge the fear. 
Mistrust in the medical system is very Acknowledge that they're less than you. Even when fear is rooted in misinformation, <laughs> it's still scary. So Even though you're smarter than them, you have a way. Shaming or mocking them might feel tempting. You she might feel intimidated dog. by how smart you are <laughs> when you try to tell them how smart you are. But don't let that dissuade them from knowing how smart you are. Tell that dog that you're the smartest fucking piece of shit that ever fucking squirted out of a fucking butthole and rolled down a hill and collected dirt along the way. You're the fucking biggest piece of shit that ever fucking piece of shitted. You fucking piece of shit. Hey, <clears throat> excuse don't, me. Don't talk about the solution like that, okay? Jesus. Okay. <laughs> All right. You stupid dog. I should clip that. <laughs> you stupid. You should clip that. That's so great. Uh, note to self. I'm so stoked at how fucking yeah empathetic she is towards her uh, her opposition. <laughs> you know. Oh, dude. This is the difference between her and I. I'm going to sit here and I'm actually going to entertain her ideas and I'm going to call her smart and I'm going to fucking acknowledge that she's a human being and she you will not do the same. <laughs> she will fucking dehumanize you quicker than you could ever fucking imagine. Is that the good person? Is that the... Am I the asshole in the situation here? Yeah. I mean, let's be fucking real. Ugh. This lady has set, her, has set herself up. I mean, I feel bad for her, honestly. This is going to haunt her for a long time. Maybe. Maybe not, man. You know? Uh, well, it's hard to not say. Not from really. us. We're not going to bug her, but other people will. Yeah. Uh, she's She's poked that hornet's nest of that low element of society that she's like capitalizing on am i getting triggered i might be getting triggered yeah I well if you triggered. if you explore the the comments on the instagram page people are kind of lighting her up about uh especially the ivermectin um horse pace yeah specifically uh we'll that's a real uh scary one yeah we'll yeah, yeah go ahead but it pushes them away making people feel stupid is not an effective public health strategy step three Provide information. Once you know the source of their fear, you can provide them with the information that they need. I understand your fear, but there's no evidence that COVID-19 or any other vaccine causes fertility problems. Also, you're neutered. Think of this as a conversation, not an argument. You don't need to win. Just listen and provide information. You don't gotta win. Just dude. obey. Um, I will say that one of the uh, videos that she did uh, debunking vaccine information, do you remember uh, there was a model that got a double dose of vaccination and she ended up with a severe case of the shakes? Like she couldn't make it halfway across the room without having incredibly violent leg spasms and you know she'd be sitting on the couch and just nonstop twitching. And, she and as a runway model, that's very important that you have your composure. Yeah, I mean, she, she, one of the claims, I didn't clip it because it was like a five minute video, but one of the claims was, um, people spontaneously develop neurological, uh, troubles just out of nowhere. You know, it can happen to anyone, really, just with the drop of a dime, really. Mm -hmm. so, well, you know what happened to Eric Clapton, right? Uh, right. Cause he, yeah. <laughs> Eric Clapton, for anybody who doesn't know, probably one of the more famous examples. He was hesitant about it at first, and then he was touring at the time, and his family talked him into getting the vaccine, and so he got the vaccine, and it knocked him on his ass, and he wasn't able to tour for like almost two months. Yep. Fucked and, up his um, hands. Fucked up his hands. It fucked, it fucked up his nervous system, 
And um, this is a man who has the best doctors in the world. And he was given this very, you know, reliable information from his doctors, very, very credible doctors. And he had this very credible experience where he was kind of weirded out by it. He, he took it anyway. And then the shot did exactly all of the worst things other than kill him or anything, which isn't what I hear people, you know. I don't hear about the vaccine killing anyone, but it just, it puts them out. It it takes them out for for a couple of days at least. Yes. To a long time, to weeks. And that's what happened to Eric fucking Clapton. And he said, you know, hey, this happened to me. And everybody jumped down his throat and did not let him speak his truth. Did not let him speak his experience, and um, it was it was disregarded as as you know evil or or bad or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's um. I mean, there's a whole uh whole website dedicated to people giving video testimony. C19vaxreactions.com. Uh, Dean Reiner of Up Is Down actually interviewed one of the gentlemen that were affected by a Moderna shot who ended up. Um, just receiving um incredible like just wholly debilitating uh bouts of vertigo to where he just he couldn't function. Period. Um, mm. it's just really gnarly shit. And uh, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of testimony, a lot of people. Uh, mm. I mean, you know, doc- doctors saying, well, you're just gonna have to get used to being paralyzed from the waist down and you know, until whatever this happens, you know, at least it isn't COVID. Yeah. You know? Yeah. At least you didn't get COVID <laughs> like the, like the friend of a friend who you can write in his skin now and it'll, it'll weld up. At least it yeah. wasn't COVID. Um, so now we're going to get into a podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, that she was a guest on. Uh, the podcast is called, uh, let me actually get the name here. I didn't actually save that part. Uh, it's a ghost of a podcast, astrology and advice with Jessica Lanyado. Yeah. Lanyado. Uh, she is an astrologer, psychic medium and animal communicator with more than 25 years in consulting experience. And on this show or on this, uh, uh, yeah, this show she offers guidance that's practical, inspiring, and helps you help yourself. She'll answer uh, listeners' questions, teaches astrology, and drops a horoscope every Sunday, including the best practices for your week ahead. I hope none of those include asking questions. Um, so she has Abby on for episode one uh, oh, excuse me, one ninety, where they're talking specifically about QAnon. I tried to stay away from a lot of the QAnon stuff just because we fucking get it. Giant honeypot. It sucks up people and uh, is really just a giant fucking diversionary tactic that not only works for the people that are fervent believers of the QAnon uh, mechanism, but it also works wonderfully for people that need something to point at. Look at these dangerous motherfuckers that are coming to attack us from out underneath of our beds. <sighs> So this is this is uh, number one harmful to you. I am joined by Abby Richards. We are going to explore what Q is and how it has infiltrated the wellness space. 
We're going to get a little bit into how to stay safe and smart when you're exploring spiritual content online. And even towards the end of the episode, I explore how to talk to people who are maybe getting caught up in conspiracy theory stuff, how to know if you're getting caught up in conspiracy theory stuff in a way that is harmful to you or others. <laughs> Lavish, do you ever feel like you're a harm to me? <laughs> I mean... Always about causing harm. <laughs> the only harm I want to do to you is is the good kind of harm, you know. Like uh, we'll we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it after the show. It's 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 not for everybody else. We'll 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 talk about it after the show. But uh, yes, I know what you mean. Oh God, I had it. I had a funny. Oh, there is it. Is it going to sound something like this? You. Spare the boo, spare the rod, spare the rod, spare the boo. All right. Can't do it. <laughs> no deal. Spare the boo. It's got to be put in. Lay in that wood. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. All right. So here's Abby. I'm inter- just going with the grain, boo. <laughs> here's Abby uh, laying out who she is. My name's Abby Richards. I am currently a student in the Netherlands, but I am from the U.S. I do science communication online, mainly in short form video content. So I do a lot of like TikToks uh, and I talk about conspiracy theories and disinformation and climate change. Oh, yes. We haven't really heard too terribly much about climate change. It all goes back to climate change. It always goes back to climate change. <laughs> um, all right. So we know uh, we have a general accepted origin to QAnon. Do we not? Mm-hmm. Do, yes. do you remember specifically where the original drops were taking place? If for QAnon? Yes. Uh, on the chance. Uh, I, I called this one off to a strong start. Here's the thing. Q, Q and on. For Q, is there a sense of like, is Q supposed to be a person? Is oh. is there like a start date for Q? Let's let's learn about like, what is Q? Right. Okay. So Q started on 4chan. 8chan. Q started on 8chan, not 4chan. It didn't start on 4chan. It started on the chans. And... um I'm sure that, you know, when it started on 8chan, it started on 4chan not long after. It's a, it's a, it's a, the idea is, and this is like the, the 4D chess version of this. QAnon, as presented on the chans, was a psyop. It was bullshit. It was put through by the same fucking people who put Richard Aoki through, uh, the Black Panthers. It was a fucking, they, they find something. And then they build it up to this big thing so that they can straw man it. That is the that is the tactic uh, a lot of the time for these big organizations. And with QAnon, it was a fucking joke. They had a lot of really in-depth shit. They had a lot of, uh, you know, hundreds of hours of man hours of work into this story that they had built about how Trump was going to, you know. For me, QAnon is all about Trump taking the National Guard and Staging a coup. That was the big thing for me with mm-hmm. 4chan or with uh, QAnon specifically. And it was like, if if that's what you're going for, that's what you're going for. Otherwise, this is all bullshit. And of course it didn't happen. Of course it didn't happen. Of course, the exact opposite happened. 
And in that situation, you can't help but think, was this thing planted there so that everybody got complacent? Everybody just figured, you know, somebody's taking care of it. There's a great injustice being done in the world, but there's a group of people out there that are really smart and really sneaky, and they're figuring it out, and they're going to take care of it for me. And all I have to do is sit here on fucking 8chan or 4chan or whatever and fucking decode the message. Be stoked about it. Yeah. Yeah. And just like tune in to the radio broadcast. I mean, it reminded me of uh, War of the Worlds, Orson Welles. You have an event that's really fantastical and really incredible, but it's just in the vein of what people would actually buy. And so you have a certain demographic of people that actually believe it's real enough so that it becomes an event. Yeah. I just, uh, I, her, her analysis there just seems so incredibly surface level. I just started on 4chan. Uh, she also thinks that it started, it's technically stemmed from pizza gate. Um, and that it was, uh, Democrats, only Democrats, specifically Democrats trafficking children. No mention of the Franklin scandal. Uh, sadly, no, of course. Um, of course, had to bring in the what's his nuts that came in to shoot up uh, Comet Ping Pong. Uh, yeah, the, you know, but they don't talk about what that started with. Nobody talks about the actual root of of Pizzagate and where it actually came from, which was the Elephantus Instagram page. Right. Yep. No. Yeah. No, no mention of the no. Instagram. They uh, don't care. Well, maybe maybe she. I I can't remember specifically if it was this episode. She did mention, um, like uh making wild and crazy leaps and conclusions in the specifically the emails. She might've said other online posts or something to that effect. Um, mm-hmm. Here's my next. Cl- I don't actually remember what this one, I just called it blue and on it's short. Uh, so we'll find out. Conspiracy theories become like a slippery slope very quickly. Yeah. And there's people who are like conspiracy theorists about this conspiracy theory, right? <laughs> right. Right? Doesn't that make her a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> yes, it does. And you get rolled by the wheel, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there's another thing that she's hip to that I feel like we could both agree with. Uh, no Agenda and Scott Adams have been hot on the case, uh, discussing and breaking down mass formation. And I thought this one seemed a little mass formation-y, if, uh, if, if you were going to ask me honestly. You have to be indoctrinated into a certain type of thought before you start accepting that level of hatred. As for why QAnon has been so good at just like sucking up other communities, it's a combination of things, especially like, especially the times that we're living in, right? Like nobody's doing great right now. Mm -hmm. Like we're all looking for something to grab onto. We're all cooped up, starting to lose our minds. Like we're online all the time. There's a lot of different ways that people can get like scooped up into QAnon because QAnon is inherently it's it's a big tent for all conspiracy theories are welcome there, right? It doesn't matter what you believe as long as you think that like there's a so simple force controlling the world, you're you're in. Um, they're very inclusive in that sense. Right. Oh, what's wrong with being inclusive? <laughs> I thought this was what yeah. we wanted. <laughs> what's wrong with having a community of people? No, she's. She she builds it up more than what it actually is. Sure, it's a lot of people, but there's a lot of people in the world. Mm. I mean, 
<laughs> Did, uh, if 10,000 people believe in flat earth, it's a lot of people. But is it a lot of people in comparison to the people in the world? Well, you know, 800,000 people could believe in in the flat earth in America out of 350 some odd million million people but still that'd only be 0.02 percent of the population or something right 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 oh i should have done a you know what i mean right i should have done a right super cut um something (laughs) oh man so throughout this entire interview uh jessica the the host is gets a little incredulent uh, based off of some of the wild accusations that <laughs> that Abby is uh, <laughs> unequivocally just throwing around. Um, and this one is about eco-fascist. They have taken over like a lot of like vibrational sorts of things, a lot of like astrology, I'm sure you know. And then right, there's this intersection kind of as well, this historical intersection <laughs> between like new age spirituality and fascism like nazism um mm-hmm. like the, the nazis were kind of famously very spiritual and new agey and no. it can kind of even take you no. into like a more modern like eco-fascism you're telling me well, that the swastika where, like, wasn't a hindu symbol oh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> you tell me the nazis were spiritual wow what an important part of your fucking identity in your history why wouldn't you know that what like this is the part of the, this is the part that, that bugs me is that she has such a stake in all of this, but she, it takes her so long. How old is this woman? 25. How long does it take? 25. Okay. 25. Okay. Not too old, but I'm telling you, like you, this is part of the picture. If you don't know this stuff, then you don't know what you're talking about. When you talk about this this subject, this entirely complex, nuanced subject, dude, she's I've got so much nuance laid out for you. Oh, I, you, you're gonna want to buckle down. You know, you buckle only me, want bro. pure things in your body. You know, like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on, I'm, I'm gonna take that back. Some, I'll take that back. Some mm-hmm. spiritual and new agey and it can kind of even take you into like a more modern, like eco-fascism as well, where like, you know, you only want pure things in your body. If you don't eat McDonald's, you are an anti-Semitic. If you don't just have an IV of straight high fructose corn syrup, you're past the point of no return. You, I'm not. I'm not crazy, right? Like she's saying that there's people that only like that they only want to put pure things in their body to maintain their pure state. Mm-hmm. You into like this is somebody body. who's grown up. Sorry, but this is somebody who's grown up definitely on the coast. Somebody who is who has encountered a demographic of people that are so privileged that they can actually adhere to this diet, and wherever they go, people will. We'll serve them, mm-hmm. and it's it's okay. Like, you go around, I don't know, would you say that if you walked around uh, Minneapolis, which is a very progressive, very liberal city in what would be considered the Midwest, if you're in, Mid- if you're in Minneapolis and you go around, could you be a vegetarian easily in Minneapolis? 
I believe so. If if you if you worked at it, yeah. You you got yeah. options. You got options. So it's not too bad, but it's not great either. Yeah. I I guess I don't typically keep an eye out for vegetarian only options. Well, you don't miss water till your till your well runs dry, but you know. Well, when yeah. you actually start going the vegan route or you start going the, uh, what's the other one? Non-gluten. If you ever try to go non-gluten, you start recognizing real fast what restaurants actually tailor to that kind of service. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's very interesting. Even for me on the West Coast, it's very interesting knowing how many restaurants don't really do that. Well, we'll uh, finish this one because we need to know more about an eco-fascist for our next clip. It sets the other one up. And like eco-fascism as well, where like, you know, you only want pure things in your body. You know, like that, mm-hmm. you know how like that QAnon guy, the what's his name? Jake, the one with the horns. The guy who only eats organic foods in jail. I remember him. Yes. yes. Yeah. But like, again, like that comes back to like just putting pure things in your body. And that is very deeply tied with like this blood and soil myth of, of from Nazis. So it's tough. Like those things, it's not a new intersection that has been there for a very long time <laughs> at this point. Wow. Uh, but QAnon is particularly good at just kind of taking words and appropriating them into their narrative uh, look what they did with the word woke. I mean, nothing. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> so many sighs and just, uh, I don't know if Jessica's necessarily feeling this segment. <laughs> this is the best. This is a different tone that she's had. This is different from all the other tones. This is a very human tone. When she talks about this guy, and she's talking about the, the horns guy from Jan 6, mm-hmm. the most famous image, right? This he was like a half, he was a half naked wearing a bullhorn and having a flag. And he's a total fucking shill. You could tell everybody was there taking this picture and all that. But this lady, for the first time ever, and I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but it almost sounds like she's like into this guy. Oh. Like the way that she talks about him. She's like, she, she, she obviously is like condemning him, but they're having some fun. And, there, and I think she, in a certain way, is acknowledging that he's actually kind of cute and that he's like this, like, kind of, you know, fit, half-naked dude who's doing this ballsy thing. And, like, the the tone that she has, I'm feeling that she has, like, sort of attraction towards him right now. And I don't mean that in, like, a derogatory way. I just mean this, we're just, this, she's just having fun. She's with somebody. She's with another person, and they're kind of joking around. And um, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting here. Don't don't you think? Well, honestly, I think if Jake from the Capitol was doing it in the name of climate change, it would go a little more like this. You try and hate it, but that pussy stank. You know, that's why it was there. With Old Spice. (laughs) He's just trying to make that that move, you know? (laughs) Otherwise, unless he's getting paid. I heard my man's been in fucking solitary confinement ever since. So, yeah. I mean, have you ever been to prison, Booberry? I have not. I can't imagine solitary is much better. It's not fun. And if this guy is legitimately sitting there in solitary right now in some fucking quarter, 
and he gets to walk the yard once a month. I I have to say I'm not pleased with that idea. No, no doubt. No doubt. And, uh, you know, there's people that I've worked with on tours, previous tours, that are all for gathering all those folks up, locking them away, throwing away the key, no trial, no nothing, just fucking get them down there and forget about them. That's what you deserve. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for those are the Nazis. Those are the those are the fucking people that need to be checked. That's not quite past the point of return. Okay, Uh, we may have questions. (laughs) We may have questions. Um, Jesus. All right. So it's an untalented generation, my man. Well, uh, there's so much talent here. Just pull out your red strings for your fucking conspiracy boards because we're going from eco fascists straight to anti maskers. I mean, it's it's really it's really remarkable. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking because actually up until like a week ago, I didn't know that astrology and Q had been like there was like any kind of connection until I was exposed to an astrologer who was like uh, COVID is a hoax and was anti-mask. And I was I was stunned. Um, I was really shocked. And I mean, I shouldn't be, but I. I don't really consume astrology and spirituality very much online. And so it's easy for me to kind of like live in my little bubble because this stuff is, is happening online. Right. It's Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So this is really so, so helpful for us to hear about. You've, you've given me a very difficult question. (laughs) So difficult. (laughs) So yes. Well, she's talking about questioning belief is what she's talking about. If you, if you, um, are dangerous to yourselves and others, and you think that COVID-19 was rolled out rather than it just being the most horrific worldwide pandemic of all time, not only do you believe in QAnon, but you're also uh, eco-fascist, I guess. I think that's how mm-hmm. that works. Um, For them, there's a line in the sand, and if you cross that line, you're all the above. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Point of no return. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, it's very simple. I mean, if if you can attest to that, it's very neat. It's very clean. It's very simple. It's very quick. It's very tidy. All you have to do is just say this one thing, and it just applies. And um, I think that should attest to how weak the argument is. Yes. Uh, let's see. Sense of identity. Uh, this one's short. I, I want to say this is talking about the mommy cues, but um, I could be wrong. You might be looking for a, a stronger sense of identity. And if you don't have a strong sense of identity, what you're going to end up being drawn to a lot of the time is somebody telling you what your identity is. Mm-hmm. Um, and a really good rule of thumb, and I know that this is like super vague, but like if anybody is telling you what your identity is, like run away. So if you're telling me that I'm an anti-masker or how, how would this argument work? You see where I'm trying to take this? Yeah. She's saying if anybody's trying to tell you how to live your life, then run away. And then this lady <laughs> posts a chart that tells you how to live your life. And she's like, by the way, if you don't think this way, you're a bigot and a loser and a dumbass. Oh my God. But I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just saying that if you don't do this, you're a loser and a bigot and a dumbass. <laughs> Stupid dog. Stupid bitch. <laughs> you're a dog. That's really what she took it there. She was like, 
I cannot believe that, like, imagine that I'm trying to convince somebody that COVID's real. So I take my dog, for example. I mean, <laughs> give me a fucking break. This is the this is the perspective that these people take. We aren't human to them. And that is the only way that they can actually, that's one of the tools that they, main, that they maintain to stay on top of this cliff. Mm. Is like the the rejection of reality and the dehumanization of a huge swath of people. No. Uh we already kind of touched on the um the the three actually you know what? No. Uh here she so you, do you remember when I brought up that she went on to TikTok and was trying to game the algorithm to see where she could go from? Uh, just mm-hmm. going based off the algorithm. She actually did it as if she was a young boy and it started off in transphobia, but I just remembered that in this specific iteration, it goes to a different place rather than uh far right extremism. When you feel a strong way and you encounter a message that emboldens and makes you feel entitled to those feelings, you know, like I feel terrible, everything is bad. It's because of those people. It's something to be really suspicious of as well, because there's like, it's it's difficult to be a critical thinker. And I think like in this world where we have Google, where like everything's on the first page of your results and it's fed to you based on your algorithms, it kind of induces more of a laziness in our thought process. And these algorithms, I really, I can't help but wonder if they're, you know, the the, the dear friend of Q and all these conspiracy theories because they feed you what it learns you want to see. Is that, Absolutely. is that right? Okay. Oh, algorithms like are definitely a huge part of it. You know, it's it's not the kind of thing that we can point to a single source and be like, it's because of algorithms or like, it's because of COVID. It's like, no, it's so many things at once, right? It's yeah. just the perfect timing that just scooped everything up and was like, here, have a shit show. What a coincidence. Right? But like the algorithms, they <laughs> are there to maximize watch time. And if they figure out that what you enjoy watching is this thing that is essentially just like the equivalent of like unhealthy comfort food Mm -hmm. um, that is not fact. It is not good for your brain. It does not help you to think. In fact, it like is diminishing your ability to, to critically think about things, but it'll keep showing you that. And because you liked it, it'll continue to show you more and more radical things. Ah, I fucked up. Uh, Well, she, um, the she goes from transphobic material to something to she ends up finding a bunch of people talking about how people with disabilities shouldn't run for office like that was the end all that was worse than anti-semitism wow. is that there are people on the internet having discussions on whether or not those with disabilities should be able to hold office and this is the progressive view. They're trying to bend it in a way where not hiring disability people is a progressive thing. No, she no, that's what I'm saying like if she was pretending to be a young male on TikTok clicking videos on what she thought a young boy would want to see. So it pulled her into first transphobia and then far right views, but what was past far right views is people on TikTok having conversations uh, about the fact that they believe that those with disabilities shouldn't hold office. So it wasn't a progressive view. It was something past far right. 
Mm. Um, and that's what she anchored to ultimately. Yeah. And that's she, what they, she that's went what they, down the stark path. And yeah. That's what she clung to. And that's what they were. Both her and Jessica were like, <gasps> no, that was like the most shocked portion of the whole interview. <laughs> I wish I got it now. I don't know what happened to it. I, I fucked up somewhere. Um, nah. do you, can you, yeah, it's a straw man, paper tiger. Yeah. Uh, this next clip, three clicks. You can go in like three clicks from like certain algorithms. I know YouTube used to be like, you could go in like three clicks from like Joe Rogan to extremist white supremacy. Like it's so fast. It's so fast. Okay. So you know that Ghost of a Podcast is recorded on Anchor and I am a huge fan of it. (laughs) Do you know who owns Anchor, Lavish? No, enlighten me. Spotify. <laughs> no, no, don't tell me. Say it ain't so. So I just there's just something about that that was hilarious. They're talking about Joe Rogan, three clicks, white Nazis, and then how much they love the platform or specifically how much the platform Jessica uses, how much she loves it. I just, uh, I thought it was, uh, fairly hilarious. Hmm. Allow me to give that sigh all across the world. Mm -hmm. Nice big sigh from lavish to you. Merry Christmas. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't, yeah, it's just kind of more of the same for these last two. Well, um, I think, I think we've covered, you know what? We've, we've covered it thoroughly. I think people get the the gist. Oh, and, well, uh, if right. you really want to close off a, a clip, then that's, that's perfectly uh, appropriate. I think. All right. Well, we'll skip to the final conclusion. This is actually a super cut that I made. And I want you by the end of this, to tell me, Lavish, who is they? Because they're like, because they have, and they've been, that they are also, they are, they can, them not realizing, and they're like, their stats, they're bullshit. They just, they got that, oh, they're harvesting, like, you know, they can live forever. It's tough, because they are like, they they are just, they have their narrative, uh, look what they did, what they are, they're seeking, they are there to, and if they figure out, it's hard to say how much they meant it, improve their media literacy. I mean, if they are trying to, when it comes to their radicalization, right, as they like fall down a rabbit hole, we're talking mm-hmm. about the people who like, and the reason why they can't stop is because they are, they're like, they're trying to get an answer. Oh, it's them. They will. So Who's they, they? Want, they have like, because they, they believe it so strongly. They feel like it is like, there's they? They, right? Like <laughs> they're, they just reached the wrong conclusion because they've been Who's told, they? right? Because they sincerely <laughs> believe like they, those people, they believe that they have nothing. Um, There are other positives that they offer. Yeah. They're literal. Like they're, they're like go-to slogan is they're constantly repeat. They will constantly repeat it. They like, oh. well, right. If you ever see those written out, that's, we are the light. They are the darkness. They are constantly affirming it. Is there anything else that you feel like we should, we should know or any kind of like advice you want to give to the people, the people who consume the, the woo? 
you, you can't just trust every influencer you see. They might be getting radicalized. Like they might be posting things to their stories. A lot of this is spreading is through like people with platforms sharing this information. So one really important rule of thumb is to know that science is real, right? And that brings our episode to right. a conclusion. <laughs> right. You know, you know, Jessica. <sighs> you know, I'm something of a you scientist know. myself. <laughs> I'm something of a stupid fucking asshole myself. And thank you very much for enlightening us, my friend, for showing us the way about all our very um, misguided conspiracy ways. Thank you very much, Abby. You are the light in the cave. Oh man. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, how about some, well, how about some screen mills here and wash our palette? Very well. Hello. Behind the scheme. I thought of something. <laughs> okay. Have you ever heard of San Pak Eyes? In Japanese, that's all, all white, all white, all tri white, tree white. Anyway, it's the bottom of your, of your eyes and the, the, the white is exposed. And then some people have this thing called simpaku eyes. And the whole thing with that is it's like, it's like riddled with tragedy or something. I don't know. I've heard, I've heard of that. Anyway, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting, and I read about it. I wanted to let you guys know. Um, oh, I hope everybody's having a good night. Night-night. Night-night. Interesting. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm familiar with the uh, Simpaku eyes. Is that what she said? Hmm. Laugh is just still there. Hello? Uh, Sampaku eyes and what they mean for your future. They say that the eyes are the windows to the souls, but what if certain parts of the eyes are windows to a person's fate? Uh, it's a Japanese term meaning three whites and is used to describe eyes with a white portion visible either above or below the colored portion. Usually you can only see the whites of someone's eyes, known as the sclera, on either side of the colored portion, a.k.a. the iris. Some people have the white area visible above or below their iris as well. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I have not heard of this before, but uh, first and foremost listed is uh, uh, Princess Diana. Look at that. Nice. Interesting. Well, thank you, caller. That's fascinating. Eyes are the windows to the souls, no doubt. They are indeed. The eyes are the window to the soul. All right, and uh, here's our last caller for tonight. Maybe if I can pull it up. Drink my tea. 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 Dr
getting Nick the Rat vibes. My piss. Lick me clean. Black big mama. Tastes like beans. Eat my shit. Choke on my eye. Black dick mama. Into your thigh. That's some hard rock and blues color. Oh. That's some hard rock and blues. I like it. I like that harmonica that he had in there. Like I said, very Nick the Rat vibes. Hot damn. That was fucking liquid magma color. Thank you very much. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, well, if you want to get in on that action, you can call us up 612 612-263-7999. 612-263-7999. And that number is open 24-7. Call in, leave a screen mail, give us what you got. Uh, do you have any uh, last parting shots before we throw in our uh, outro song for tonight? I do not, but I would like to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday, and uh, job bless to everybody out there. And uh, can't wait to see you on the other side for 2022. Hell yeah. Awesome. I do feel somewhat bad subjugating everybody to that tonight, but I just really wanted to nail it home that Blue Anons, man. It's a joke. <laughs> and it's also a fine line. That's what I learned tonight. It's a fine line. Mm. Oh, yeah, behind the scenes. Well, hopefully we can uh, get up with uh, meet us next week do ourselves a post-Christmas moratorium episode, I believe. Could be fun. Could meat be legal. Is the meat! Hell yeah. But until that time, I will and have been Booberry, Black Knight of the Mothman. And all the way from the bereft coast where there is no law, but there is some morality, I am inevitably... Lavish. Have a good one, y'all. This show is behind the shem shemas schemes. Behind the schemes with threes as ease. It's it's difficult to be a critical thinker. Citizen journalist. That is a, a big problem. And there's people who are like conspiracy theorists about this conspiracy theory, right? You can't just trust every influencer you see. You know, they can live forever. They look lavish as fuck. Roses are red, violets are blue, harambe's in heaven, Bush did 9-11. Much boobs, much conspiracy, much punk. Badradio.live and leave a stream mail. 2263SXXY. And they're running a porn site on our show here. But they're far away.
goodbye, BTS. <laughs> that boy band got no future. Damn. God. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. This is Behind the Schemes. The esoterica of your dreams. 